last four years on Glee Boot, we watched the entire six seasons of Glee and broke our brains and watched this crazy, wild joyride of a show. Uh, We grew and changed a lot, developed as people, moved across country, made permanent commitments, did a lot. And we also watched the Glee concert movie. And we're also joined by Julia for the Glee project, which we watched in like awkward reverse online in a very bootlegged way. And we watched Damien McGinty and Heather Morris's Christmas movie and Court Overstreet's Christmas movie with Lindsay Lohan. And that's what you missed on Glee Boot. And Lizzie Lohan also appeared in Glee. Yeah. Oh, I get yeah. listening to Did we even first. talk about that? No. The... <laughs> we're so good at this whole podcasting thing. We're so good. Too bad we're wrapping it up right when we're getting real good at it. I love uh, that. So if you missed all that on Glee Boot, I would encourage you to go back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you you missed the entire show. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Tune it in for the congratulations. Finale. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. That. You're here after what listening to all those episodes. I mean, you you deserve this drink as much yeah. as we do. We uh, even though we weren't super active in the Glee fandom and its heyday, we grandfathered our way into being Glee veterans uh, <laughs> by doing this. So, welcome back to Glee Boot. I'm Cullen. Alyssa. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to the first and only biggest Glee Award show of all time, The Gleekies. Woo! Woo! Bow, 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 bow. And the first and only time we're recording a podcast like video. with video. So that's. Yeah. We that's don't normally look this nice when we record. Yeah. <laughs> you should have you seen know. me during quarantine <laughs> when we were recording. Cousin, cousin it over here. <laughs> but yeah, we have several awards to present. <laughs> oh my Chocolate. God. Chocolate. <laughs> I love it. I have a little <laughs> magnet. When I came to visit you guys, literally when we started this podcast, I came to visit you guys and I bought a little Oscar award statue magnet at the Burbank airport. I should have got that. Myself. I have, this is not an Oscar, but I have like, an award. You have a real award that you won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my magnet. <laughs> also, my dress, my brooch. Beautiful. Here's my award. Oh, you're so tiny. It says Hollywood. <laughs> so cute. Is the magnet part on the back or on the bottom? Okay, okay. <laughs> I want that magnet. Listen, <laughs> people buy weird stuff. I bet if there was a magnet like that, people would buy it just because it was like that. Honestly, yeah, 100%. Uh, I could not get Ariana DeBose to come and do a rap for us. <laughs> I It's all virtual, so no one can slap anyone. Um, <laughs> Except ourselves. Except ourselves. But what we do have is something to drink. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Brought to all... us by the father of Sofia Coppola. So I'm the only one who doesn't have the bottle in front of me. That's I just okay. put it in the glass. Which one do you like have? Like a normal person. Do you have this one? Or do you yeah, have I have that one. one. This one? No, I have, yeah, I have the gold one with the... Um... 
And yours is the uh, the diamond the, collection the Pinot. Pinot Noir. Yeah. It's good. It's real good. I, I almost try that just one. took a drink out of this bottle, even though I have a glass I'm, a, of I'm about to have my first sip of Francis Ford Coppola <gasps> wine. Wow. Dated branch. Very good. Very smooth. And it's for the price mm-hmm. point, too. It's not that expensive. No, mm-hmm. no. Especially when you get it from Costco. Oh, my gosh. Mm. <laughs> I gotta do that. I gotta get a Costco membership. I got Sam's not Club. sponsored by Costco or Francis Ford Coppola wine either. <laughs> yeah, or anyone. It's too late for usually we say, hey, reach out, but it's too late to sponsor us now. No, still you reach missed out. it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll just post random sponsored content. This has nothing to do with Glee. Here we are, ah. the Glee Keys. What a what a momentous night, historic. I mean, who's here? We have me. We have Alyssa, we have Cullen, we have Suki. Suki just made an yep. appearance for the first time physically on the podcast. You can see her. She made an appearance. Uh, uh, I cat and dog are somewhere. The snake is right here. Amy's always here. Uh, uh, Gatita yeah. is in the other room with Rafa. I did close the door because you kept trying to eat uh, the fish. Cute. Doesn't your fish tank have a lid on it? Yes, she keeps trying to open it. But <laughs> okay. one of our surviving fish is Sam after Cordova Street's Glee character. He's golden. Nice. He's a golden retriever. He's a golden fish. (laughs) Yep. So, Hannah, do you want to introduce our first section? I would love to. Listen, guys, nothing is more central to Glee than the magic of a group number. Whether it's to win sectionals or settle a feud or just ruins everyone's lunch period, the New Directions were always ready to burst into a choreographed number, and we love them for it. Or do we? So here we have the five categories for group numbers. We're going to start uh, with best competition number. Ooh. Hi, Hi Glee, Glee booties. booties. We're Ian and Karina from the podcast Glee Aggressive. And we were on seasons five and six, episode uh, Old Dog, New Tricks, and What the World Needs Now. Here are the nominees for best competition number. Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, Any Way You Want It slash Love and Touch and Squeezin', and Boogie Shoes. And the winner is Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Yay! Yeah! The correct choice. Absolutely. Congratulations, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, probably. Top tier. Top tier. A hundred percent. Truly top tier. Um, Glee Boot, we love you guys. We love your listeners. And um, if y'all are so inclined to... You know, check out yet another Glee podcast. You can find us at Glee Aggressive wherever you get your podcasts and at Glee Aggressive on all the social medias. Yay! Yeah! I loved that. Uh, yeah, that was so good. Thank you, Glee Aggressive. Yes. Such a lovely pod. We've been on them a couple times. Or, no, they've been on with us a couple times. We were on a season four episode, the makeover episode. Yes. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah. Um, Paradise on the Dashboard Light. Again, I could go back and listen and change my opinion, but I'm not gonna. It's a great group performance. Everyone is at their best. I'm gonna be I... honest. I don't remember. I do any of what I nominated. I so <laughs> I also agree with Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, but I don't think that was my nomination. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I chose uh, any way you want it. Love and touch and squeeze in. Uh, season one. That is a good. I love that album. Like 
we don't love the gold dresses. I think we didn't love them. I can't remember. Actually. No, they weren't. They were. Uh, yeah, they were. We were like, eh. So, <laughs> yeah, but I love that album. So, but uh, you know what? Yay. And Karina, thank you. Our next category is worst group number. Hi, Glee Booties. I'm Jasmine, and I was on seasons three, four, and five episodes I'm Unicorn, Britney 2.0, and The End of Twerk. Here are the nominees for worst group number. The Rain in Spain, Afternoon Delight, and Blurred Lines. And the winner is... Blurred Lines, of course. Everybody sit down because nobody wanted that Mr. Shoe. I, for one, was scandalized at the underage kids twerking on each other. At school, no less. Yikes. If you want a little bit more of jazz, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at JazzyMoco. That's J-A-Z-Z-Y-M-O-C-O. Thank you for having me, Gleeks. It was a pleasure. Jasmine is truly yes. a Glee Boo icon. <laughs> Honestly, though, three episodes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have been appalled if anything other than Blurred Lines had won. Um, but all those are bad choices. Mm-hmm. So I think we did mm-hmm. good on the nominations. Uh, next is best group number. This is a this is a video. <gasps> Yay! Should have brought the bottle because you're gonna I'm already have halfway through. Like, yeah, I should drink more. <laughs> Hi, Glee booties. My name's Ann Gary, and I was on season two, episode eleven, Sue Sylvester Shuffle, and season four, episode four, The Breakup. I'm here to present the category best group member. So this is a big one. Everyone get your drinks ready. Uh, The nominees are Keep Holding On, Thriller Has a Roll, and Somebody to Love. And the winner is Thriller Heads Will Roll. I'd like to thank the Glee Academy for having me on today. And I hope everyone supports their local businesses and artists and that you're having a wonderful 2023. Cheers. Woo! Woo, cheers, Anne. Thank you, (laughs) the Glee Academy. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, um, Thriller Heads Will Roll. I mean- That's an iconic mashup. She was on the episode. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? I don't remember if I told her yet, that Sue finally did shoot someone out of a cannon. I have to go back and check my messages. <laughs> yeah. You know, I still I'm still gonna be listening to Thriller Heads Will Roll every Halloween. Yeah. Like it comes It's on so good to shuffle. watch too. Like it's a good listen, but it's a great watch. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. I mean, throw that on at the background of like a Halloween party and I will be sitting down watching it. Mm-hmm. Just that part. On loop forever. The on whole loop Halloween forever. party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes i would love that all right we have uh another video coming up for worst mashup hi glee booties i'm jenny i was on season two episode 10 of very glee christmas uh here are the nominees for the worst mashup first we've got super bass slash i still believe second we've got singing in the rain slash umbrella and third, we've got one less bell to answer slash a house is not a home. And the winner is one less bell to answer slash a house is not a home. Have a wonderful end of your season and I hope wish you all the best. That was great. <laughs> I love the whole setup. It's so cozy. Yeah. Yes, it's I'm very nice. cozy. 
also you know what honestly all great nominees i'm happy with with that with that vote for sure yep yeah. that song was so boring isn't that mr shoe and, and april Rhodes. yeah and one out for april yeah <laughs> yeah isn't there a kurt in that april. that one too at some i think kurt yeah there might be kurt yeah, I think they're like mixed in together. Though that's one of those season one episodes that kind of just like blurs. I think it was the that's second. not season one. Yeah, that's season one. No. I think it might be season one B. What? Hold the <laughs> fuck on. April What's Rose is called? season one. A house and not a home slash one less bell to answer. Houses. Answer we episode. What episode? Okay, we're on the Glee Wiki. We're we're in good hands. <laughs> I should find out. It's from Glee the Music Volume Three Shows. Oh my god, that was season one, part B. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. So apparently, according to the Glee Wiki, a house is not a home was sung earlier in the episode. So this is a reprise or a reprise, however you want to say it. Wow. Uh, okay. okay. So that's probably where the Kurt yeah. uh, influence is coming in. In episode home. I'm just like yeah. mixing them up in my they're like smushed together. Well, that was like head. we were watching that before COVID even. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was like a literally another world. <laughs> yeah. It was that was eight hundred years ago. Okay. Wow. Next is our best mashup category. Hi, Glee Booties. I'm Morgan, and I was on season three, episode six, Mash Off. Here are the nominees for best mashup. It's My Life and Confessions Part Two. Rumor has it, and someone like you. Hit me with your best shot in one way or another. And the winner is, rumor has it, and someone like you. Good, yes, this is my favorite mashup of the entire episode, and really the best mashup in the entire series of Glee. Good choice. Thank goodness. I love it so much. I'm going to go listen right now. Absolutely. Thank yeah, I agree you with so that. much, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, again, that's another one that I will listen to on loop. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I and mean, we talked about it, that it makes the songs better like it's its own thing it just enriches the songs love it that is a that is a top tier mashup in an episode that has a few good mashups yeah Yeah. for sure yeah i mean i'm still always partial to it's my life confessions we know we know i was (laughs) the one person who liked the season one mashups yeah you loved um walking on sunshine and halo and i was like yeah it's fine they're all on drugs. God, you remember when they did drugs in the show? Crazy. It, was it only once? Yeah, it was. Well, never no, intentionally. Depends on, yeah, it depends on the type of drugs. I know Becky tried to get them to be like overdose on five hour energies in the lock in. And then Puck sold weed brownies. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, season one, right? Yeah. They all got high on ga- a gas leak, but that was unintentional. Yeah true so and complete like negligence from the school yes yes that was very dangerous it was a dangerous situation (laughs) (laughs) series school school official negligence group numbers let's move on 
Yes. We all know that the Glee world is an insane place alongside mashups about sunshine and angels. <clears throat> there are unhinged terrorist level villains who roam the earth singing rock songs aggressively, which I much prefer. Uh, we honor these dark forces tonight, hoping that this homage will get them to leave our nightmares where they currently reside. Or just dreams, not nightmares. Just dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet dreamer, beautiful nightmare. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the forces of darkness. Truly. Villains! Let's do it. All right, our first category is best slash worst non-Sue villain. Hi, Glee Booties. I'm Emily, and I was on seasons two, three, four, and five of the Glee Boot podcast, including episodes such as Silly Love Songs, Michael, Naked, and Opening Night. This has given me a lot of experience in the Glee world, and I am honored to be presenting the nominees for Best Non-Sue Villain. The nominees are Sebastian Smythe, Terry Schuster, and Jesse St. James. And the winner is Terry Schuster, <laughs> that dumb bitch. Oh, Emily, what a gem you are. Oh, God, I loved that. Basically, our like fourth host, along with Julia. Yeah. We've dragged her on here for many an episode of Glee. Pour one out for Emily. Yeah. <laughs> she deserves it. Because I have a feeling this is not the last time we will be hearing from her. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I guess Terry is more evil. Uh, Jesse. Yeah. Mm. Listen, I don't know if it's the wine or just saying Jesse's name out loud. It's hot in here. <laughs> hot Listen, to I gave him his own spinoff. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I uh, I may be going to see that M. Night Shyamalan movie specifically because he's in it. Yeah, I hear he's hot in it, too. Perfect. It's all okay. noted. Because Lyle's like <laughs> Lyle and I like to go and watch or watch M Night Shyamalan movies because they're kind of crazy. I was like, I'm just here for Jesse St. James and King George. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Christoph. Uh, and uh, uh or Melchior. Melchior. Holden oh, from... Holden from Mindhunter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very good in that. I don't think that's ever coming back. Helen, can no. you confirm? He announced that it's not coming. I thought back. so. Yeah. Sad. All right. Let me. Which is crazy because they left that on a crazy cliffhanger. Maybe yeah. in a couple years they'll sell it to a different studio and they'll get to reboot it. That, but the, mm, I don't know. Netflix is pretty much left, the though. reboot studio. <laughs> yeah. True. 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 <laughs> Our next... Maybe they'll do what they did for Sense8 and just do like, we'll do one episode to talk about uh, the BTK killer. Yeah. We'll just wrap I it always want to say BLT. That's not right. I think lettuce of... tomato killer. <laughs> TBK on Riverdale, the trash bag killer. And <laughs> also not that either. <laughs> Our uh next category is worst human nightmare Will Schuster moment. Hello, Gleekies. My name is Kayla. I was on season five, episode four, a KT or a Gaga, the only binary that actually exists. 
Falling in the nominees for Human Nightmare, Will Schuster's worst moment. Firstly, when he put on an underage school production of Rocky Horror. When he suspended Marley for not being comfortable wearing a bikini in a class performance. And finally, when he blackmailed Finn into joining the Glee Club. And the winner is when he suspended Marley for not being comfortable wearing a bikini in a class performance. Oh my gosh, nothing like an adult man shaming a teenage girl for not feeling comfortable exposing her skin. Uh, I have absolutely nothing to plug. I just wanted to let you know that's not my real voice. I love you guys. Bye. She got us. She got us good. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, that is like truly, you know, I go on Google and it, they show me all these crazy things that are happening in the schools these days. I could see that as a headline on my Google page. Yeah, I could see that happening yeah. in like Florida. I could see it happening literally Anywhere. in Indianapolis. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see Ron DeSantis doing that. To, to one of his staffers. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's, it's so crazy that Will has so many insane moments, but that clearly is the one that takes the cake. Like. It's, it's literal insanity on all levels. Even in the Glee universe, that's insanity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a, like, it wasn't even like, cause you know, Rocky Horror, at least like that's in like the text. This was just like a performance for literally no one who was like. For him. Yeah. It was for him. Yep. For him yep. and Nurse Penny. God, you remember her? Oh, I didn't, and now I do. Thanks she, for nothing. She could uh she could have won most forgettable Glee character. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh our next nomination is the worst episode. Uh, of the whole series. Yeah, the that's whole series. asking a lot. Ooh, and the, right, and this this was before our nominations were before we finished season six. So oh, because we didn't keep have, that in what mind. Was the one we the one with Myron is that the one with that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot in season six that was rough. What up, Gleeks? I'm Brittany, and I was on seasons two and five episodes, original song and tested. Here are the nominees for worst episode of all of Glee. Now, I really hope that all episodes were at least like nominated to get nominated because they all deserve it in some way, shape, or form. But anyway, here are the finalists. Coming up first, we have Rocky Horror Glee Show, Season 2, Previously Unaired Christmas, Season 5, and Tested, Season 5. And the winner is... Tested! tried to emulate clapping noises audience it didn't work there i'm coming down off my a to d meds yikes um uh i d- honestly don't have a reaction except yeah yeah that episode was terrible and everyone in it was also terrible and it was just really peak ryan murphy and i don't mean that as a compliment uh if i may also just say February for life r.i.p to the greatest ship that never sailed Okay, bye. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I'm not gonna lie. 
nothing is coming to mind about what that episode is about. Well, that was the one STDs discussed. That yeah. was one where Artie was in the STD suit costume. He had chlamydia. Oh, and then they they oh. sang the do the Artie Mercedes Sam were singing, and, and then that the random girl. Was like, yes, right. yeah. Another yeah, nominee for most forgettable. Uh, Love it. Okay. And then. But the I think the real kicker was Blaine getting was inse- fat, quote unquote. Yeah, fat and insecure about Kurt now being sexy and being like, I liked when you were weak and could protect me. And he was like Ugh. covered in Cheetos and wow. wow. That I mean it was yeah, bad. That it was, was bad. bad. I would have been happy with any of those. Yeah. I know I've always stood by Rocky Hardway show is the worst. <laughs> but those are those other nominees. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the season five one was horrible because it wasn't canon, so nothing mattered anyway. And the only thing that sort of mattered was like <clears throat> Katie's development, but it wasn't canon. No. Yep. And I just, you know, them working at the mall. Yeah. Is elves so strange and cringe. Santa, Santana, Santa, Santana being into the man suddenly because he was really hot. And also uh, being very rude to children. Oh, yeah. Wow. Chaos. Chaos. But tested. Oh, so bad. Uh, Our next category is Worst Time Will Wrapped. That's easy. It was all of them. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Hugly booties. I'm Nick Bennett, and I was a guest for Feud Season 4, Episode 16, and transitioning season six, episode seven. Here are the nominees for worst time Will Wrapped. Gold Digger, Bust a Move, Same Love. And the winner is Same Love, obviously. Please mackle no more, William Schuster. Thanks for having me on. Be cool and respect trans kids. Love. Cheers to that, Nick. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all that that pun though oh that just hit differently i love that (laughs) please mackle no more (laughs) i mean i wish macklemore would also mackle no more sometimes (laughs) does he mackle anymore i don't know i haven't heard it from it but heard from it (laughs) you know like you know how some artists not like you seek out their music but society's like here oh right right just like same love that's how it happened I i wasn't seeking this out i didn't ask for it Mm-hmm. but it happened 13, to me or no when I was whatever age I thought that I was gay because I I don't even remember how the song goes yeah and our next category is best Sue Sylvester line hi glee booties oh jeez I can't believe this is the script they gave me to read I'm Taylor Zicario of Obscure Obsessions a pop culture podcast and I was on season 4 episode 1 the new Rachel. Here are the nominees for best Sue Sylvester line. Nominee number one. Your psychosexual derangement would be fascinating if it weren't so terrifying. Nominee number two. I don't trust a man with curly hair. I can't help but picture birds laying sulfurous eggs in there and I find it disgusting. Nominee number three. It's like Madonna once said, I'm tough, 
I'm ambitious, and I know what I want. If that makes me a bitch, okay. I'm pretty sure she stole that line from one Sue Sylvester. No, really, she stole it from me. I said it first. Palladium, 87. And the winner is... Envelope, please. The very last line I literally just read about Madonna and that I refuse to read again. Uh, I'm supposed to give you my thoughts. I have none because I don't remember this episode at all. But I do want to thank Gleeboot for having me on the show and wish a big congratulations on your series finale to Cullen, Alyssa, and Heather. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Amazing. Uh, and that, that was, was just terrific. That was, you know, I never knew I needed tea reading Jane Lynch dialogue, uh-huh. but I did. It makes me really miss those days back in grad school when he had just perfect line reads, you know, always. Yeah. Because there's so much emotion and, and not monotone at all. And, you know, I really appreciated that about him. He really put his best foot forward. Yeah. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I did appreciate that. Um, for anyone who doesn't understand why I was called Heather, you had to be there. You had to be there. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about it before on the pod, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably yeah. when he was on. <laughs> I keep refilling my glass, even though it's not getting empty. I, my glass is empty. <laughs> I need to go get the Here, bottle. I'll pour you some. Yeah, okay, go ahead, get your bottle. <laughs> All right, this is perfect. We're at a break. We're at a break. Great. I'll be back. I'm just going to sit here and drink. So I was wearing this brooch. I'm talking to... I guess Cullen in editing, and then maybe he can choose if he wants to put any of this in the episode. But I was wearing this brooch to like clasp my dress together. Then I realized it doesn't matter. You know, no one's going to see my cleavage. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to show it off. It's a tiger. What is it? It's a tiger. Oh, it's oh a are tiger. you listening this whole time? Yeah. It does. My headphones don't. Uh, awesome. Leave per se. I can um, walk around the entire apartment. Yeah, see, it's a tiger. Oh, pretty! Yeah. Very my cool. My grandpa gave Very me, cool. like, a couple different brooches. There's a dragon. I usually use this one because it's so long. It clasps really nicely. Nice. I, I don't didn't usually do, a mani. do brooches, but... I didn't do a mani because I'm lazy. Were you um, planning on it just for this? Because I was going to fake a mani cam, but, you know, like oh. they do on the red carpet. I also, don't know what that my is. dress is by David's Bridal. It's what I wore to my father's wedding. I don't know what this is. I think I got it from Macy's or something. It's cute though. Thank you. What are your earrings? Are they just like little beads? They are. They're um, my one of my best friends made them for me. Actually. Those are really pretty. Thank you. Very very cute. I think they're like an actual precious stone, but I don't know what one. Very nice. So, a red one? A red one. A red precious stone. Ruby. Or it's probably semi-precious. I don't think precious. Semi-precious, maybe. Or precious just based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> you know they're making another... A, a sequel to Push? The no, novel they're making more... Like, New Line Cinema or whatever is making more Lord of the Rings movies. 
or something, but they're based on Lord of the Rings of the Hobbit, nothing in the Silmarillion, similar to the Amazon deal. And then the guy who wrote Aragon is releasing another book in that Polini. universe, Christopher Polini. And I'm like, you took so long to finish your first series, I realized it was bad, so I never finished it. I, here's, I've been trying to find Aragon as an audiobook, and it doesn't exist. Whoa, that's kind of surprising. Mortensen done it. I try. I've been trying to find it. the The closest thing I could find is a synopsis of Aragon. See, yeah, I feel like that'd be a kind of a nice. That'd be an easy listen as a book. It's yeah. kind of like you know. I mean, I could just read it. It's on my bookshelf, but <laughs> yeah, I. But if you I can listen... multitask at the same time, that yeah. yeah, exactly. I want to listen to it while I'm working. That's why I got through the villain of beating the. did you love our little tangent there about fantasy stories well then you'll love our new podcast not my fantasy each episode hannah and i take you on a new journey exploring the fantasy movies we love and the lore that inspired them we cover the folk tales mythology fairy tales and literature you may or may not know seeing just how similar or different the stories are on the silver screen we're joined by familiar faces from glee boot including fellow host Alyssa. She was on our episode about The Last Unicorn and the Beating the Beast 2017 live-action remake. For Glee Booties, these episodes with Alyssa are the perfect place to start listening. You can find our new podcast, Not My Fantasy, wherever you listen to Glee Boot. And watch us on YouTube. Just search Not My Fantasy Podcast. And you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Not My Fantasy Pod. Are we ready to jump to our next cat section? Mm-hmm. All right. What would Glee, nay, fandom, be without ships? Ships make the world go round. Sometimes they save every animal on Earth from a flood. Other times they hit an iceberg and drown thousands of people. That's how it feels to support the Glee ship. They may or may not get a happy ending, and you may or may not totally hate them by the time they reach their happy ending. Today we honor how foundational Glee was to the dawn of the age of internet shipping, with launching all these ships, Helen of Troy is shaking. That stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the words of Emily. Uh, so our first category uh, is homage to Glee's most central ship, and it is when did you get sick of Finchel? Oh. <sighs> Hello, Glee booties. I'm Kate. I was on seasons two and three of Glee, episodes Furt and Pot of Gold, the only two episodes of Glee I've ever watched willingly, recording from my classroom in an actual high school. And here are the nominees for when you got sick of Finchel, or if you're me, sick from them immediately. Um, When they got engaged in high school, when they broke up right after getting together, after sectionals, and when Rachel and Finn lie to each other about whether or not they had sex. And... The winner is, pause for dramatic effect, when Rachel and Finn lied to each other about whether or not they had sex. Um, yeah. Basically, none of this makes sense. Uh, if you work with actual children, don't be like Mr. Shu. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, Finchel. Not a great moment in their relationship, I no. have to say. No, and I mean, I we all know I stuck with them. I think it, I think I nominated the engagement because I think that's when I start to be like, come on, guys. I wouldn't have done anything more interesting with them. 
yeah uh, you know I never liked um I I want to say that I wanted to but I don't either. <laughs> it's interesting because I liked the idea of them when they were still like pining for each other and weren't together. That's peak Finchel for me. Honestly, when they though, get together, yeah. it's toxic. Yeah, that's valid. 100%. Yeah, like the idea of them is really like what keeps the ship going. But once they get together, you're like the ship is definitely has hit an iceberg. Yep. Titanic. <laughs> I think with them, it's like they if they had grown a lot more as people, it could have worked. But Glee was committed to none of these characters ever growing. Until the very last season when it was too late. <laughs> yeah. What a commitment to make. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, that's that's why that happened. All right. Our next is uh which girlfriend did Artie treat the worst? <laughs> All of them. Hey Glee Booties! I'm Natalie and I was on Season 5, Episode 1, Love, Love, Love. Here are the nominees for Girlfriend Artie Treated the Worst. Tina Cohen Chang, Kitty Wilde, and Brittany Pierce. And the winner is... Tina Cohen Chang! Obviously! <laughs> Thank you! I yeah, mean, yeah. Tina... I mean, the show treated her like garbage, and Artie yeah. was one of their vehicles through which they did that. She was and with that, him the longest on the span of the show, right? I, I mean, they ended up together. They did end up together. Yeah. They were end game. I mean, Kitty, it was pretty bad because he had like the breakup text drafted, and then yeah, and then we have no idea what happened with them. They may have been flirting in season six, but then six. he ended up with Tina. Remember when they took over the classroom to have lunch? Yep, I remember that. Those kids are never going to be able to use the spaces that are meant for them because all the fucking alumna come back. <laughs> I'm like, are there no Paneras in Lima, Ohio? Right! Panera is the perfect place to have that that conversation, that, that yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> are there are no Paneras. They're probably only Paneras. Paneras and breadsticks. <laughs> just a disembodied head yep disembodied ah. cat ah. <laughs> she's so cute she is our our next category is uh favorite canon ship hi glee booties i'm sarah and i'm ellen and we were on Season 2, Episode 9, Special Education. And I was also on Season 5, Episode 13, New Directions. Here are the nominees for Favorite Canon Ship. Tyke. Tina and Mike. Sin slash Quam. Sam and Quinn. And Sam Sadies. Sam and Mercedes. The winner is... Sam Sadies! Personally, I would have picked Brittany and Santana, but this is a good one. Thank you so much for having us on Gleeboo, and you've done an amazing job throughout this entire uh, project, and uh, we're looking forward to when you rewatch them again, and we'll happily be guests then again. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Was that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> when you watch them again! I think um, they're going to be disappointed. 
Yeah, we just keep doing, we just keep an eternal loop of rewatching Glee. And it's, talk about recycled material, honey. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that's just a Sisyphean, is that how you would say it? The guy rolling the stone up a hill. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But thank you to Sarah Nellen, one of our favorite yes. canon ships as well. <laughs> In life. In life. <laughs> uh, Sam Sadie's, yeah, we love them. We wish they got a good ending. Yeah, they sort of hit or miss at the end, but you know. They're one of the few couples that like talked about their issues in a not totally insane way. I think that's... That's one of the, like, I didn't, I don't need them to have a good ending. I don't need the ship to have a good ending because they ended their relationship in a good way. So Yeah. yeah, I think it was like one of the healthier canon ships for sure. Yeah. What was the other ones? Tina and Mike. That mm-hmm. one went really awry in the last season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what was the other one? Sam and Quinn. Oh, Quam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they were uh-huh. cute for the five minutes that it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute because it was like Quinn was going in a new direction, maybe. I think it was a victim to they did not know how to write Quinn. Yes. Or at a certain or point, they, they, didn't, they didn't, didn't even didn't really know how to write, write Finn. They yeah. didn't know how to write in general, but yeah. they didn't know how to write at, at teenagers. all. Teenagers, teenagers. Yeah, because like <laughs> the thing where like Finn and Quinn got back together, and it was like this makes no sense for either their characters. It only makes sense because we want like Rachel to pine, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, our next category is our favorite non-canon ship. Hi, Glee booties. I'm Aaron, and I was on season four, episode seventeen, "Guilty Pleasures." Here are the nominees for favorite non-canon ship slash friendship with chemistry. Blam, Sam and Blaine. Quinn Sadies, Quinn and Mercedes. Fawberry, Quinn and Rachel. And the winner is... Blam, Sam and Blaine. Yeah. And they... They were never romantic, you know, they had the crush thing happening, and I feel like that was settled so well. It was yeah. like, I'm not into you that way, but I still love you, bro. You know? Once again, healthiest relationship wins. Yeah. As much as I would have totally loved to see those two characters dating, I also did really love that they were allowed to be friends to the point where they were like the only, we call them the only realistic friendship on Glee. Like, they're the only people that, like, felt like, okay, these people, like, love and care about each other. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes even including the real, like, romantic ships. Yeah. And honestly, like, Sam was never, like, like, weirded out by, you know, the whole crush thing. He was very much like, I'm not into you like that, but I still want to be friends. And, like, let's make this work. And it was, like... I think that's like the ideal situation and I just want to root for that always. Yeah. That's the right way to do it. It's like, you just gotta be like, you know what? We can do this and just be friends. I respect you. I love you. You know? Yeah. And I mean, it was like uh, Finn and Kurt 2.0 and that both of them behaved and acted way better than the characters that came before. Blaine didn't try and set up their parents to get together and like this whole scheme and uh, Sam wasn't using slurs yeah that's yeah. true yeah it's Still, just what normal see 
Normalcy, yeah. And our final ship question, uh, who do you ship Marley with? <laughs> Hi, Glee Booties. I'm Eliza, and I was on seasons four and six episodes The Role You Were Born to Play and The Hurt Locker Part 2. Here are the nominees for Who Do You Ship Marley With? Nominee number one, I think Jake and her were cute until the writers destroyed them. Nominee number two, unique, BFFs for the win. Nominee number three, Marley and herself. That girl doesn't need anything but self-confidence. And the winner is, this is me fiddling with my awards envelope. La La Land. No, no, actually, it's it's Marley and herself. That girl doesn't need anything but self-confidence. Isn't that true? You know, that's right, Marley. You're young. Find yourself. Find yourself. Don't get too involved with anybody else too early. Don't. A lot of shit goes down at this high school in Glee. So, Gino, just find yourself. Be true to yourself. Know yourself. And, and that's how you will succeed, Marley. Good for you, Marley. Amazing. Oh, my gosh that is so true like she just needs to be by her she needs to be with her mom yeah they just need to get so far away from the school and i think they did <laughs> yeah. but maybe not of their own volition don't know they left it you know some things that happen happen for the greater good yeah, because I remember trying to come up with categories for some characters. And I was like, I guess, you know, Marley was allegedly sort of our protagonist for a while. So I guess she should have a category. And I was like, well, uh, but yeah, that, that girl, that Glee Club was not good for her. You know, there's a reason School's she didn't come back. Her. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So, Can I share a fun fact that I learned about the actor who plays her? Melissa, yeah. I learned that her last name is not Benoist. It's Benoist. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was shocked. And I was like, wow, crazy. The fact like, that I didn't know what her last name was in general. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Supergirl, not Benoist, not Melissa Benoist. Melissa Benoist. And that anyway. concludes our shipping section. Uh, we are sailing off to the next group of categories and we have our heroes i guess so while the forces of evil and glee may be dark our heroes aren't much brighter actually this gaggle of horny teens worms their way into our hearts sometimes depending on the context and we watch them self-destruct for six seasons but despite the flawed writing we do love these hot messes and how much joy and fury they brought us in the human life that is Glee Boot. Yeah, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna have a video um, for our first category. Worst Kurt, Kurt Lurk. Yes. Loves a lurk. He loves a lurk. We said it before and we're saying it once again. Perhaps for the last time. Hi Glee Booties. I'm Victoria, and I was on season three, episode Purple Piano Project and Promisaurus. Here are the nominees for Worst Time Kurt Lurked. When he watched them pray for his dad and was mad. When he appeared on the couch as Finn was sneaking out of New York. When he watches Bert and Finn through the window of Carol's house. And the winner is... When he watches Bert and Finn through the window of Carol's house. 
love love the outfit love the background love the props also love the results all those are great lurks and that's <laughs> definitely one of the best ones because that was like Bert and Finn bonding right and he was just like <laughs> <laughs> because there's no reason for him at least and they would have the... seen him right in the yeah. sliding glass door yeah, yeah. the tv and they were the, like he... hey why why is Kurt outside <laughs> He hasn't had his dinner yet. It's also his house too, right? So he's just outside in the yard. It was Carol's house. It was Carol. The other two, there's a reason. He let him sit in the recliner. Yeah, the recliner. They hadn't moved in together yet? They had not. Oh, that's worse. (laughs) The other places, Kurt, there's like a reason Kurt was physically there. This one, he, like, this was before iPhones were prevalent. So he map quested how to get to Carol's house. He walked there and he stood and watched. I think that's when the Kurt lurking thing was born because this was yep. an insane <laughs> moment. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Our next category. Best Mercedes solo. So we all know that Amber Riley slayed her performances every single time and was extremely underrated. But let's talk about the time she brought the house down with the best Mercedes solo. Here are the nominees. I will always love you. Bust the windows through your car, as Cullen misnames it. Is it actually bust the windows out your car? What is it? (laughs) Okay, out your car. (laughs) And hate on me. I have the results right here. I can't believe we mailed these to each other. And the winner is... The winner is... <laughs> oh, my. Bust your windows, not your car! <laughs> Woo! Ooh. Amazing. Um, I have a... <laughs> that one only one because I, I made fun of Colin in my nomination. <laughs> Sorry yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna but it say was me that messed it up, was it not? No, but you, Hannah, made no, fun no. of. Oh, I messed it up. The song, I messed up. Mm, the song. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I think because I nominated "I Will Always Love You," which I think is an iconic. Both of the other nominees, yeah, are legitimately <laughs> very good. I will and always I love like, you is definitely iconic. I can't let this go. This <laughs> is the final episode, baby. <laughs> I didn't are- expect this result. Thank you so much. I'm I'm so honored <laughs> to accept this on behalf of Amber Riley and Jasmine Sullivan, I believe, is the artist who sings the original song. Thank you so much to the Glee Academy um and the Gleekies, the and 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 the Glee Booties who voted. Thank you. We love a bit here. Oh, we do. We do, we do. Our next nominee is best santana line mm. you know one thing about podcasting is i learned so much about the features of zoom <laughs> hi glee booties it's b from the podcast glee on the rocks i was a guest on seasons five and six episodes 100 and the rise and fall of sue sylvester i'm beyond honored to present the nominees for best santana line rest in peace naya rivera nominee one holy crap I'm a closet lesbian and a judgmental bitch, which means one thing. I have awesome gaydar. Nominee two. The only straight I am is straight up bitch. And nominee three. 
When I get really pissed off, Santana gets taken over by my other evil personality. I call her Snix. Her wrath of words is called Snix Juice. I'm kind of like the Incredible Hulk. You can't blame me for anything Snix does. And the winner is... The only straight I am is straight up bitch. What an iconic line from an iconic, groundbreaking Latina lesbian character. Congratulations to my Glee Boot friends on this amazing accomplishment and finishing all six seasons of this wonderful show. <laughs> and if you still want your weekly dose of Glee dissection, you can download Glee on the Rocks wherever you listen to podcasts. A 10 out of 10 podcast and a 10 out of 10 nomination presentation. Yeah. That's a weird way to say that. Nomination presentation. I forgot what the word presentation was. Honestly, it's iconic. The only straight I am a straight up bitch. Come on. Yeah, that is probably one of the best piece of dialogue ever written. Like, let's be real. <laughs> yes. R- right uh, next to everything Jesus said in the Bible. Yeah, I was like, one. right next to Etu Brutus. Etu Brutus. Anything Jesus said. And then the only straight up bitch. The book of Santana. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter one, verse one uh yeah but also the snicks one i totally forgot about that one <laughs> i don't bring up snicks enough because i feel like if we're not supposed to you know take anything snicks says that seriously they should use that excuse so much more that would yeah. have solved everything i want a snicks like a snickers or snicks no okay. like i want an a uh, different personality that i can just like be terrible to people i had uh, a a friend in college and i would make up her middle name her middle name was not ann but it became her alter ego was that whenever she was sassy it was like jessica ann <laughs> <laughs> yeah you need an alter ego yeah yeah mine is just dumb mine is your boy ryan <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think i have one heather obviously ah, yeah. <laughs> what's your damage heather and <laughs> she's just like me <laughs> that keeps it easy. I don't have to really switch that much. Yeah, my alter ego is the same. <laughs> you know, like, what's the point? <laughs> Just then? straight up bitch. <laughs> uh, our next category is uh, best Britney Pierce line. Hi, Glee Booties. I'm Alex Wilson. Although you may remember me as Alex Nichols from when I was on season three, episode seven, I kissed a girl. Here are the nominees for best Britney S. Pierce line. You guys, I'm really nervous. Kesha's been a musical icon for weeks, and I really want to do her music justice. I'm pretty sure my cat's been reading my diary. I did a book report on heart attacks if you want to give it to the doctor. I got knocked down an entire letter grade because it was written in crayon. And the winner is... I did a book report on heart attacks if you want to give it to the doctor. I got knocked down an entire letter grade because it was written in crayon. Well-deserved, and what an excellent way to commemorate all that is good and pure about Brittany S. Pierce. Thank you guys for having me back, and good luck to the rest of the nominees. Amazing. Did we ever talk about what letter grade she? we think she originally got before it was knocked down? Do we think she got a D, and then she was given an F for the crayon? It was, what, about oh, heart attacks? Heart what attacks. Was They're like? just for love and too much. Heart report. A, a book report about, about heart attacks written in crayon. I would imagine that since it's not math, 
Mm. It's it's probably the worst grade you can get. Yeah, they had to give her a D so they could give her an F mm-hmm. because of the crayon. Yeah, maybe she got a E. First ever E. Yeah, first ever E. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are these all lines from uh, season two? I think. Are they? All, they, I mean, they're all from, gotta be at least season two or season one. Yeah, I mean. Because Kesha has was two. The heart attack was two. It's the third, the diary one. I It could be pretty both. Sure, pretty sure my cat's been reading my diary. I wonder what that's from. But like, mm-hmm. I think the fun thing about the Britney and Santana lines is that, because I remember I made an initial draft of just like things we could nominate. And there's so mm-hmm. many iconic lines. Uh, There's a ton. But I think Britney's com- comedic energy really peaked early that was on. Season, perhaps season one? It, because bef- be- eventually we're, she was supposed to be like a lead protagonist character. And it was harder because her bit was just like she's an insane comedic relief. Yeah. Uh, and then they made her go to MIT. And we all know she should have been an influencer. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have loved uh, to see her try and mediate Haley Bieber v. Selena Gomez. They would have done that. You can see it. Wow, deep cut. She would have Pop tried to... She would have definitely had an interview with Jojo Siwa and probably all the girls from Dance Moms. Yeah, I wanted fondue, more fondue for two. But yeah, that's a, that's a great Britney line. Iconic delivery. All right, what is our next category? Uh, the moment you stopped rooting for one Miss Rachel Barbara Berry. Oh, that's right. Her name is Barbara. Glee booties, glee boys, and glee girls. This is Josh. You may remember me from season two, episode 15, Sexy. Shouts out to Goop. Now, without further ado, here are the nominees for the moment you stopped rooting for Rachel Berry. Number one, when Rachel sent sunshine to a non-active crack house. Number two, when the only reason Rachel reported Sandy Ryerson as a predator was to get a solo. And number three, when she made Run Joey Run, just so all of the boys would fight over her. And the winner is... When Rachel sent sunshine to a non-active crack house. Wow! My money was on number four. You never rooted for Rachel Berry in the first place, but congratulations. Iconic. (laughs) I mean, that is a moment we brought up perhaps almost every episode, perhaps every episode. So well-deserved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hannah, I think you nominated literally the first scene we meet, Rachel. And here's the thing. I was reminded of that moment when I watched some YouTuber watch the pilot episode and break it down. And while this person went on to say that they thought, they think that uh, uh, Sue Sylvester is probably the best, most funniest person in the show throughout the entire series because they hadn't gotten past like season two. I was like, well, that's why. I I can't listen to anything you say. But he did bring up a good point. He was like, the only reason she does like turn in Sandy Ryerson isn't because she's like, oh my God, he's touching that child inappropriate. It's like, well, if I get rid of this guy who has a solo, then I get the solo. 
And it's like, you're so right. And so I wanted to pick a moment as close to the beginning as possible because I, I agree. I think we should have voted for number four. I don't think I ever yeah. rooted for her in the first place. I wanted to because I know I was supposed to, but it's like, ah. I think our nominations indicate like a very clear timeline. I think, I don't know if those exact moments were for all of us, but I think like Hannah stopped first, then Alyssa, then me. <laughs> like I held out <laughs> the longest. Because you both picked season one moments, I picked a season two moment, but season two, episode <laughs> one. So, so not that, that. I mean, off. I tried to root for her after that, but it, it is a pretty, like, mm, I talked about how if we went to high school together, she would forever be Crack House Girl in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I, I know I was supposed to root for her, and I kind of wanted to because, like, it would have been nice to have a female protagonist yeah. to root for. It's almost like we were they were trying to trick us into it. Yeah. I like the idea of a female protagonist doesn't always have to be nice. You sure. know, like that, like she... But I think the, the crack house thing is more than just not nice. It's like... She put someone in danger because they threatened her high school Gl- Yeah, career. and someone yeah. who was not mean to her at all. At all. Yeah. And only would have helped mm. her get to where she needed to be because that person was yeah. very talented and could have helped the group and we all know she's not will, a, she was not a team player for will was ever. not going to be taking uh solos from rachel because we had amber no. riley and jen ushkowitz there and uh naya yeah. rivera all equally if not more talented than leah michelle so like rachel was still going to be getting the solos and i don't think yeah. he i guess maybe she was suspended but i feel like marley was treated worse for not putting the team first by right. not wearing a bikini, as Rachel actively put someone younger than her in danger. Yeah, and a brand new student, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, She's also super racist to her. Yeah. Yeah, too. Yeah. So, well-deserved. Well-deserved. Well, Congratulations yeah. to Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and our next nomination is our cutest Finn moment. Hey y'all, my name is Holly and I'm a fellow Glee Booty. Tonight I'm here to announce the cutest Finn moment. And the nominees are when he wanted to name Quinn's baby Drizzle, when he was in the Febreze bathroom and told Kurt on the phone, I have to go, they'll think I'm pooping, when he sings I'll Stand By You to the sonogram that is not his daughter. And the winner is when he was in the Febreze bathroom and told Kurt on the phone, I have to go, they'll think I'm pooping. I'm so excited the moment that I voted for one. If you want to follow along on my journey as I compete for Miss Tennessee, please follow my Instagram account, Miss underscore Chester County BBQ 23. I hope to see y'all there. Bye. Oh, Holly, we hope you're doing amazing. Congratulations on your competition. And thank you for participating and listening. I, I remember seeing you. You were one of the first people that ever messaged us on Instagram. I was like, guys, you have a legit fan. This is awesome. <laughs> so amazing. She's so sweet. And if Tennessee needs anything right now, it's an LGBT-friendly beauty queen. Absolutely. So we support Holly. And thank you so much for your support over all these yes. years. I remember she sent me a very sweet message when I got married. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we we just love it. Thank you so much. And honestly, all three of those moments, so good. All related to the same very pivotal point in that man's life. Yeah, but he like thought he was a dad. Two or three, three uh, episodes apart. 
<laughs> yeah. I guess that was peak cute Finn. Because they yeah. did, he did start to sour. And, you know, we know I probably liked Finn more the most because I related to him the most. But, like, I think the toxic masculinity went on a little too long. And, like, mm-hmm. the, it felt like their writers were holding on to it. Like, the character would have probably grown out of it, but their writers felt very, they need, felt like they needed to hold on to it and not challenge it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know? Because, like, I remember as late as season three, he's like, people are going to think it's weird if you synchronize swimming, Sam. And it's like, Finn, you dress as Lady Gaga at this school. Yeah, red rubber. Yeah, Let's like. Let's not forget. Yeah. I mean, Consistencies. So, I mean. Yeah, who, we're at Consistency of Glee. We're the real fools here. <laughs> yeah. We're the people who never learned. <laughs> that we are the definition of insanity. <laughs> yeah. She's not blurry. Okay. You get you get shown off all in this episode, Suki. Yeah, we've she been, keeps walking back and forth. Our listeners finally get to see her, other than that one post where we said she looked first. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Who's that?" All right, our next section. This show kind of started off the rails and derailed to new levels of off the rails several times. The more unhinged, the better. And for better or for worse, this show never jumped the shark because it was already in Atlantis under the sea. Wild and insane, this show's commitment to its bizarre reality is a huge part of its charm and why we were able to make a podcast and have things to say about it for so long. Gosh, well, I mean, saying that it was off the rails and that it derailed too soon. <laughs> so many trains derailing in this country. Can we please get some infrastructure? Please, and maybe respect when workers want to unionize. And oh, yeah, can we do rights? that, too? Just, like, a, a little bit? Just, like, a little. Just, like, a yeah. lot. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So, our first uh, category in this is Wildest Quinn Storyline. Oof, where do we start? Hey there, Emily again. Coming back in to tell you the nominees for Wildest Quinn Storyline. Quinn had some of the most chaotic stories in the telling of Glee, from pink hair to a literal baby. Uh, So here are the nominees. When she tried to steal Beth from Shelby slash Adina slash Elsa slash Maureen slash Elphaba slash Nancy. When she got back together with Puck after dumping Biff. When she was a no-texting-and-driving ad and got briefly paralyzed and the winner is when she tried to steal beth from shelby slash adina slash elsa slash maureen slash alphaba slash nancy <laughs> that dumb bitch <laughs> oh this is terrific oh my god yeah no that was crazy that's where I was glad to like make be filling out my nominees first because I'm like that is that was her crack house equivalent. She did a lot of crazy stuff. That girl insane on the reg. But I think trying to steal yeah. a baby that she willingly gave up for adoption back to like redeem herself was like what the fuck? <laughs> like that's yeah. I mean honestly that's 100% insane. Like stealing children is insane insane yeah all there she are got fables was... about it and shit yeah. <laughs> she's mother gothel <laughs> but also like if you think about the lengths she went she wanted uh uh 
<laughs> I wanted to do all the slashes, but I can't, I can't remember them all, but she wanted Shelby to like trust her and like get, let her babysit and like be in the baby's life. And then she tried to get Puck into it. And it was like this whole thing that she wanted to get Shelby like arrested and child yeah. services. Like they mm-hmm. were going to give the baby back to you, Quinn. She like, was putting books about child sacrifice. It's like, if Comical. You... That's comical. But like, not good comical like that like it's like right yeah i'm trying to think of what i was like the just it's like there's no going back to that like at the end what she got from that was like rachel being like hey maybe rethink your life and puck was like i think confessed to it and then hooked up with shelby and quinn was like yo i'm sorry and shelby was like maybe it wasn't gonna to come here or, no the trouble tone's lost and that's why shelby left it's just like That Quinn should have gotten real therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of these characters should, but I think that was the most, like, this girl has been through a lot. Like, yes. she was pregnant. Like, her father abandoned her. Kicked out, her kicked family. her out of house. And then yeah. her mom came yeah. back later, but also only because her dad was cheating. She just smelled of smoked meats. It was a yeah. lot. <laughs> Tribute to Judy Fabray, our favorite meat curer. You know what? I'm going to give a little award to Judy Fabray for best smoked meats in Glee. <laughs> but yeah, like, the girl need help. Girl, girl need help. Girl need yeah. help. <laughs> Pour some more wine. Need help. <laughs> need help. Mm-hmm. What glass is that? What glass is that? Know. I haven't oh. finished one completely. Uh-huh. He's been finishing one. I have somehow never ending wine. I don't know. It just I'm on glass one. Oh, all the way down to the bottom and <laughs> then you fill it back up so you know. <laughs> this is my first glass. It's like when you go get mimosas <laughs> at a brunch place and they keep topping you off and you're like, I have no idea how much I You've drank. You've never reached the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Too Who tops off mimosas? Is there like an all-you-can-drink mimosas? There was a brunch place. place. Oh, that's brunch. That's brunch. I went there for anniversary, an anniversary I've of my never been to a girlfriend at the ice rink in Detroit in the center. <sighs> Jealous. And she drove home even though I drove there because they kept topping off my thing and I was like, I didn't intend to drink this much. I don't think. Okay, do they do that in LA? I feel like they charge you for every single drop. <laughs> uh i've only i haven't i haven't been to i've been to brunch like a couple times in la yeah and then they charge you per drink yeah usually if i'm going to there are places that do it that do bottomless mimosas i just don't go to brunch that much i if i do it's like i go to starbucks or panera and it's like because i'm writing i don't really i'm not into like the let's socialize at brunch because not into socializing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm into social it's just i don't want to organize for the morning and have to wake up at a certain time that's true because like brunch should start at 11 30 like maximum like oh i don't know if i believe in that but i'm more that's of a morning not. person so yeah, yeah. Not. and if you get there at like 10 then you could stay until 12 and you have a full four hours of yeah, socializing you, you better tip that i'm sorry around. what was that that's not four hours that's four two hours. hours that's <laughs> four not- half hours Eleven, twelve, shit. <laughs> 10 to 11, 11 to 12. Dude, we've never said we were a math podcast, let's be real. <laughs> if we were, we would have failed. I could, the only well, math podcast you know, I could do would be about the show Cyber Chase, which is still on the air. <laughs> At least I can count my wine glasses. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. This is me drinking in denial. 
Yeah, I mean, it's this is we've been building this moment for four years. Can we also so. talk about it's how just see me laugh, cry? This is great. Our tagline was the show where we get drunk. When was the last time we got drunk on air? I drank a whole <laughs> bottle of wine on air one time, like a couple. I don't know. Yeah, we got. Dr- I think each one of us maybe had a drunk app in season six, maybe. I don't know because I was ev- working a lot. Everyone's mom would have one person get drunk, but I, I mean, I was talking about this uh, with Rafa today. I was like, we started saying that because we. <laughs> How many glasses of wine has Cullen had? We I don't mean, know. He, he, doesn't, my he can't though. count his wine glasses. Um. But I was saying like, oh, like we said, oh, we need to get drunk because we thought like we needed to get drunk to be funny because that's what me we did when me and Hannah watched Smash, and then I <laughs> Which, we of course just... nobody listened to it was just us, <laughs> <laughs> just us. and then it was like we're no, we're actually just funny without alcohol. Well, alcohol. we think so. <laughs> we think so. You know what? Our listeners do you know too. Our, we have some loyal. Holly agrees. Yeah, <laughs> we had. We had people when we were on that break being like, when are you coming back? We have listeners. Yeah. People are probably biting, chomping at the bit. <laughs> biting at the chomp is what I almost said. <laughs> chomping at the bit. 100% all booties, drugs tonight. <laughs> for this glee booties. Or uh, gleekies. Fuck. <laughs> you know what? Everyone's probably drunk at the Academy Awards too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Happy Academy Awards night. No idea who else is winning. Don't even remember who was nominated. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Our next category, Best Emma Pamphlet. Oh, what a good one. Hi, Glee Booties. I'm Julia, and I was on seasons two and six. I did the episodes Britney Britney and Jagged Little Tapestry. I also did the Megasodes on both seasons of The Glee Project and The Glancert. Um, Here are the nominees for Best Emma Pamphlet. We have... Is that my period or have I been shot? I'm too depressed to even open this pamphlet. And Radon, the silent killer. And the winner is... Is that my period or have I been shot? Yay! A classic Emma pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, um, Emma pamphlets, man. But also <laughs> Radon is a silent killer. And I don't even know if you can track it or like test it in your house, but it's, I mean, it's probably a problem. In the, in the water Midwest. in Ohio. Because of the- I, in Ohio. I don't know what radon is. That's just that it's dangerous. That's it. It's it's an element and it's bad. I mean, that's all I, know. I knew that. But it's one of like the complicated elements. It's not the earth, wind, fire. Like there's no biology for it. There's no avatar tribe. Like sad. I wanted to bend some radon. Yeah, radon bender. <laughs> Uh, Julia, again, another Glee Boot veteran. Yeah, truly. I feel like I feel like she and Emily and Jasmine should have some medals, like <laughs> like war medals. Yeah. All right, and then our next is most unhinged Blaine moment. Oh boy. Hey, Glee Booties. I'm Blake of Blake's Takes, and I was on season five, episode seven, Puppet Master. Here are the nominees for the most unhinged Blaine storyline. When he roleplayed Tina, rubbing vapor rub on him with puppets. When he chose up to meet up with a guy whose Facebook profile photo was a lighthouse, not even the hooking apart, the meeting up. Next, the off-camera scene where he decided to date Karofsky, the man who threatened to murder his ex-fiance. And the winner is, when he roleplayed Tina, rubbing vapor rub on him with puppets. 
I'd say that's a very fitting winner for the most unhinged Blaine storylines. Again, shout out to the Glee Boo podcast for having me on their episode. Had a great time with them. And again, if you haven't already, make sure to give us a follow at Blake's Takes as well, where we talk about all kinds of movies and TV shows. We'll be having a lot to talk about this coming award season. Oh, yeah. Oscar's happening right now. I'm sure mm-hmm. they're going to put out some great content. Thank you, Blake, so much uh, for being on. Thank you for sharing your amazing radio voice. It's such a good amazing voice. Sound quality. He should he should be <laughs> Watch Mojo. Yeah, uh, yeah, literally. But like the best version. Yeah, he's better like than Watch Mojo. Yeah, absolutely. But Although I will fuck up some Watch Mojo literally right after this. When I was playing Skyrim, and I was like, I'm not gonna watch that. So I'm probably gonna sit there with my phone, the rest of my bottle of wine, and watch Watch Mojo, Ms. Mojo. Apparently, I'm watching the girl version because I'm watching a lot about like best Broadway numbers, and I'm like, why do I have to be a Miz to like Broadway? <laughs> anyway, thank you, Blake. Also, yeah, great nominees. Great and nominees. Fantastic yes. All of them. All of them are great. Blaine did some crazy stuff because we didn't even get mm-hmm. birds on there. We didn't even get uh, his superhero stuff. You know, yep. so much. Uh, but like. Also, again, another shout out to Blake for Pubmaster being his one and only episode of Glee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And honestly, it's an iconic one, even though it was very unhinged. Like, it was fun. Watchable. Watchable. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we love, we love Darren and Chris. We love our old doe eyed pervert Blaine. And <laughs> he did some insane things. And it's like, there was like, what blaine 1.0 which was like a nice supportive boyfriend to her and then there was blaine 2.0 who was like he'll do anything <laughs> and he said yep why not yeah and that's uh ryan murphy being like so we wrote this into the script and darren chris is like yeah just don't don't make me go back to michigan <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i will do whatever in neon colored pants absolutely <laughs> and our next is Da, 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 da. Tina time. Tina time. And I know. I mean, I'm going to say that in regular conversation. Hi, Glee Booties. <laughs> I'm Yadira, and I was on season three, episode 10, Yes Now. Here are the nominees for Tina Time, the most epic Tina moment. When she said, hashtag Glee hates girls. When she cried about loving Mike Chang during My Funny Valentine. When she convinces Figgins she's a vampire. And the winner is when she said hashtag Glee hates girls. Thanks so much for having me on again, Glee Boot. Amazing. That That is, I just love that moment. It's such mm-hmm. a good moment because it's so true. And uh, Jenna Ostrowitz probably improved it because she felt it. They're like, honestly, Jenna, you can't say that. She's like, I'm saying it in every take. Yeah, honestly, I would not have been surprised like if it was just like completely improved. I haven't been listening to Kevin and Jenna's podcast because I'm like, I did so much glee. Like, I'm going to need a year or two, if ever, before I return. But I was say, I'm never going to listen to it. I'm so sorry. I I'm just, sure it's I amazing. Can't. I can't. Yeah. And but like, I, here's the thing. I wasn't even on the show. And I'm like, I can't talk about it. I can't listen to it. 
but I might I might look at okay which episode to say hashtag Glee hates girls and then listen to that one when they get right. to that in a couple of years yeah. because I do you know I do want to know what she felt all right uh and our next is best Sam celebrity impression we had another video send in Hi, Glee Booties. I'm Elissa. I was on season two, episode 13, Comeback, and season six, episode two, Homecoming. And I am here to present the nominees for Best Impression by Sam. Here are the nominees. We have John Mayer, George W. Bush, and Sean Connery. Without further ado, actually, I downloaded a drumroll app for this. The winner is... Everyone's favorite landscape artist, George W. Bush. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on the show twice. Thank you to Colin, Hannah, and Alyssa for all the hard work you put into this podcast. And I would like to plug, as I am in the middle of my workday, the nonprofit that I work for and I'm very passionate about. We can't solve climate change alone, but together we can make a really, really big difference. So if you're interested in learning how to work with your elected representative, your members of Congress, your city council, everyone in between to get meaningful climate change legislation passed, I invite you to visit cclusa.org or citizensclimatelobby.org. Thanks, guys. Yay. So good. Uh, First of all, amazing hair. Love it. Love the manicure. Also... Shout out, she got a house right before all the all the interest rates got jacked up. So good for her. Um, good for I'm her. loving the sewing machine. I personally so, listen, feel that. Jack, listen, <laughs> she's good. multi-talented. I'll be seeing her literally in a couple weeks uh, in person. So thank you, Elissa, for uh, giving those amazing nominations. Uh, can we prepare with an app? And also giving us perhaps the greatest new nickname for george w bush that i had never thought of america's favorite landscape artist yeah mm-hmm. i mean yeah. i i saw i saw cord do john mayer irl and it is pretty good but you know george bush iconic yeah <laughs> cord walked in front of me i could have touched him but it wasn't a weirdo so and we're He's grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. You should be grateful for I'm that. I'm also be, yeah, I'm grateful for that. I was there. I was there. I didn't want to have to be booted out there. of the show. I don't know Colin like... if he touched him, but since he didn't, I still know Colin. Yeah. We could have, I remember we were like, should we say anything? But it was like him and his personal friends, and we're like, we're not, we're not. <laughs> no. Yeah. I would have loved it. like, hey, I'm Colin. I have a Glee podcast. Someone else brought up Glee already because someone shouted about the Justin Bieber experience. I feel like it was one of his friends. I think so, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Next Uh, section. Yeah. Season six. We watched it unlike many flakes. It's a season. It didn't get its own ballot, but it was the very short season, so I don't know what we were supposed to say about it, but, you know, like, WTF. Rachel is a bad teacher? Question mark. Yeah, I guess that's all, right. all I have. Yeah, this really I I that's what I was left with. Teacher in quotes. Yeah. So this is our attempt at, you know, like a ballot for season six. <laughs> yeah. We have to give it its own ballot. I don't think that was fair to seasons one through five. Mm-hmm. All right. 
I have an award to give out for best season six episode. This season, ups and downs, weddings, myrins, chandeliers. Here are the episodes that were in the lead for for best episode of season six. A Wedding, Jagdville Tapestry, Hurt Locker Part 1, What the World Needs Now, and Homecoming. And the winner is... Jagdville Tapestry! I ate the chocolate head of the award. I thought it was a a foil wrapping. No, it's just a chocolate. Pulled the foil out of his mouth. No, it's chocolate. So it's like a gold covered chocolate, yeah. or is it like all? Is it solid gold? Not solid gold, but like is the whole color gold? Where did no, you just get the that? Outside is gold. Okay. And we're having a viewing party at work. Okay. Right now I, th- because... I thought it was probably at work. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Wow, that was um. Wonderful. I thought of it in the moment. Nope. So you're gonna just give like part of a torso if you have to give another award. Yeah. Love that. Love that so much. You know what, listeners? You picked it. I did. A little tapestry. Uh, don't remember it except I don't. don't either. Liking not liking the music. Yeah, I didn't like the music. I was offended. What was that even about? I don't know. It was when Britney and Santana got engaged, and Kurt tried to ruin it, and Britney made some really fat phobic comments about Blaine and Karofsky dating. Oh yeah, that one the best episode. You know what? People love Britannia, and I don't blame them for that. But but I will blame them for picking this. I know. Wasn't Jennifer the wedding, Page in the, the wedding? wedding? Oh, I guess she was in Jagged Little Tapestry, too. Yeah, was she? These gays, they're trying to murder me. I think of that yeah. all the time. I didn't watch SAG Award winner, Critics' Choice Award winner, Jennifer Golden Coolidge. Globe winner, Jennifer Coolidge. Amazing. I think she was uh, also in the movie Igor. Yeah, sure. I wasn't going for, I was going specifically for what she was really winning for lately. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I do know she wants to play a dolphin in a movie, and I work at an animation studio. I'm like, why are we not developing a dolphin movie for Jennifer Coolidge? Specifically, right a dolphin movie just around her. Yeah, yeah. Our, Eliza, friend of the pod, pitched a great one, and I was like, I'm excited for the pop song that plays in this credits. I'm excited for this movie. <laughs> Listen, uh, I don't trust dolphins. Dolphins I are. Don't, I don't trust orcas either. Dolphins are kind of shady. They did yeah. help Aryan in Greek mythology, and I think Apollo made them or something. So, I, was gonna say I fully believe dolphins. that dolphins and orcas are one hundred percent as intelligent as humans, but we don't understand them, and I don't trust them because of this. I think people have had sex with dolphins. Yes. Uh, yeah. There were, yeah, there that's were scientists thing. that like basically jacked off the dolphins mm-hmm. in the seventies. That was like it a was whole a test experiment for thing. something. But they, I mean, SeaWorld so, no, jacks. There was them a woman who lived yeah. like in a house with dolphins, and they were trying to teach the dolphins English because why would we, as humans, try to learn dolphin language? We have to teach them English. Mm-hmm. Um, but they found out that they were unmotivated uh but in like very basically like scatterbrained uh mm-hmm. until they, they needed got, a good orgasm yeah yeah exactly not really clear <laughs> so she would just like jack up the <laughs> dolphin 
dolphins and then they would be focused like yeah you know i was what? gonna say i love that but i don't i don't no. i don't hate it either i think i get it i think i get how she got to that it makes like you there was so much like negativity around this idea that it actually happened but it it sort it's of doesn't strange it's strange yeah. it is yeah. i'm not saying i would personally do it i'm not saying i'm like yes 100 no one was asking but i'm what i'm saying is it's giving puritan it's giving like yeah. the way everyone's reacting yeah. is a little like well she just i still don't know like she why wasn't are we doing this for her English? own enjoyment she was doing True. it because she thought it no yeah got resolved she was a scientist and she was trying to get to the science part so i i get why there's an ethical gray area there i'm not saying oh yeah jerk off the dolphins i'm just saying people saying that she's like a pervert like she wasn't Mm-mm. i mean you know she wasn't doing this for her own benefit i mean you maybe know what she the was, glee but... booties really wanted to hear was our opinion of <laughs> jacking off dolphins listen absolutely what they wanted to hear they are they extremely they intelligent they waited to the very end congratulations to the glee booties <laughs> who stuck around for that stressful that you know what i decided i didn't want to share my story because i don't want to be part of that that conversation <laughs> Bye, Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. I have some more wine. Oh, I'm about to finish my glass. Oh, absolutely. So you're on what? Uh, glass Glass two two. now. Yeah. And um, that's what I thought. Halfway through the bottle. (laughs) Fourth glass. How much do you have left in the bottle? One glass. Nice. This stuff is so good. I love this. This is my favorite. The Pinot Noir, also very good, but this one is just... Colin almost spit wine all over himself, so he had to (laughs) himself from the podcast. He didn't even hear that. Hi, I got a cookie. I'm alive. Welcome back. I started laughing right now. I was drinking, and it was going up my nose. (laughs) Oh, man. There was one where I was like, is this how I die? No, not before. Most of the time, I have that moment in the hospital, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, if I die from being drunk and laughing about dolphin masturbation (laughs) on the Glee podcast, you know what? He died as he lived. (laughs) (laughs) I would honestly, I would hate that mainly because people would use it to say some kind of Glee curse bullshit. Someone did um, a review video of like I watched the Glee documentary. So did you don't they? Have to. Ooh. And so I want to watch that. Um, just oh, see. okay. Brilliant. You haven't model. watched it yet, though. Yeah, sacrifice a tiny bit of your ethics to save everyone else's. Like yeah. Jesus, yeah. Like seriously, that good on that person. Yeah. Our next is we're season six episode. Hi Glee Booties, my name is Katie Little, and I was on Season 6, Episode 9, Child Star. I was technically on Season 3, Episode 20, Props, but as Colin put it, the Zoom gods decided otherwise. I am honored to announce the nominees for Worst Season 6 Episode. And the nominees are... Transitioning Child Star the Rise and Fall of Sue Sylvester, and 2009. And the winner is... Child Star! 
Having watched this episode, I wholeheartedly agree with the results. So congratulations to the best of the worst. The other three episodes tied for first runner-up. Thank you for making me a part of this. I hope you are all having fun and enjoying some wine tonight. We know I Almost a whole bottle. Mm-hmm, that's the um, goal. So close. <laughs> Alyssa's way closer than we are. Maybe, you know what? Maybe she's- I only cool. have- Drink the whole glass, glass thing. Yeah. Oh, I have like <laughs> my glass and I got like- I, I have like a glass left. two glass. You can't see it. It's blurry. You can't still so you can't see it. It's like a glass and a half. I got to catch up. Hold on. But yeah, Child Star was the one I was thinking of. I think of what is the episode of season six that gave the series overall worst episode a run for its money. Mm-hmm. Child Star. That was bad. That was with so Myron. Bad. That was with the weight loss stuff yeah. with Roderick. It was awful. That was also where, I'm sorry, I will never learn that man's name, where Spencer. he was like, sure, <laughs> where he was like, uh, you know, you're not being a team player because you're you're not losing weight. And then Roderick's like, I'm going to eat healthy now. And it's like, what does that have to do with being a team player? Nothing. Anyway. I have a whole TikTok about that. Not that, about that specifically, but about... Uh how people now attribute health as like a moral thing when I was like, and they associate it with traditional values. And I'm like, I reference like Buddhism and Christianity and Greek mythology. And I'm like, where is that listed in any of those? So. <laughs> oh, um. well, now we have on characters. Um, So best season six newbie. These characters were certainly, they certainly existed in the universe. And we watched them on our screens. They got approximately 1.5 episodes of development, sort of, including in the episode we just kind of touched on, Child Star. And what we saw was like, uh, no thanks. But they did set up for a wedding. So for complete strangers, by the way. So I guess that's kind of nice of them. All these little little children who somehow got permission from their parents or maybe didn't ask for permission from their parents. Anyway. Here are the nominees for Best Season 6 Newbie. Jane Hayward, Madison McCarthy, Roderick Meeks, learning their last names for the first time. And the winner is, thank you for the envelope. I didn't practice this part. And the winner is Jane Hayward, of course. Of course it's Jane. I did not realize that Madison's last name was McCarthy. I think or, when you nominated only one. when you nominate Madison, I don't think you even said Madison. I think you said a different M name, like Melissa or Madeline. Or, yeah, I think so. Because I don't. Like, I refuse to learn her name. Honestly, I think that's the only last name I knew. I didn't know anything really? because maybe did yeah. we make it because McCarthy it's an alliteration. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy is a joke. Yeah. Um. Honestly, though, like, Madison is, why did she get nominated for Best Season 6 Newbie? What did you she do? Nominated I don't remember her. her. <laughs> why did I nominate her? Because I think Roger and Jane were taken, And I was like, I guess the girl twin. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
I thought the guy was better. The oh, twin. The twin. Here you go, Jane. This is yeah. your consolation prize. You deserve it. You had to put a up magnet. Racism. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You can hang up a picture, your grocery list, mm-hmm. anything on your fridge mm-hmm. with this little magnet. You can find it at the Burbank Airport. That's where you got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got the Burbank Airport literally when I came to see you guys. Um, I was nice. looking at like an actual like California one, and I was like, "Ah, I like this because I'll never get an award." <laughs> so maybe a word for best glee podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. No. All right, our next uh, category is most underserved new direction because now we have the whole story and we know who got the short end of the stick. Hi, Glebutants. Um, I'm Connor, and I was on seasons two and three's episodes Night of Neglect and Pot of Gold. Here are the nominees for Most Undeserved New Direction. Not the band, the category. Uh, We have Rory Flanagan, Tina Cohen-Chang, and Unique Adam. And let me look in my envelope here. The winner is Tina Cohen-Chang! Wow. Whew. Emotional. Lots of things coming to mind. Um, Tina, do you want to come up here and thank everyone who came before you? Like Tina Belcher? I guess that's just alphabetically, but afterwards, categorically. But uh, anyways, enjoy the rest of the, the Gleeisms. Iconic. <laughs> Listen, the Callahans really came out for this award show, and I cannot thank that entire family enough. Uh, this was a great... I loved the Tina Belcher reference. Uh, Also, yeah, Tina Cohen-Chang, most underserved, abused, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Again, Mm -hmm. them trying to treat us like Jenna Ushkowitz wasn't that good at singing. Lies. Really? Propaganda. The Lies. You know what? Also, give that woman a trampoline and a dance sequence. She'll kill it. I've been seeing her on TikTok and Instagram. Oh, yeah. She's she's so good. And she I had was a like, baby. I gotta get one of those. That looks like so much fun. Like, such a fun way to exercise. I want to do that. Jenna Hushkowitz is literally an idol. How dare they try to trick me into thinking that she's not a good singer. Or that she, for some reason she doesn't deserve the spot. I'm fine. I'm not. Are you sure? Are you okay? I'm not. <laughs> okay. Just gotta get I'm that gonna... off your chest there. Yep. You're gonna fan yourself. I'm gonna fan yourself. I'm getting <laughs> hot. I'm angry and I'm a little toasty from the wine. Our next Princess category for a for a good boy. Our next category is worst season. Mm-hmm. All seasons is an option because yeah. you know there's an entire show to go through. Hello, Glee Booties. My name is Rex, fellow Glee Booty and hardcore Gleek. The nominees for Worst Season of Glee are Season 4, Season 5, and Season 6. And the winner is Season 5, which should come as no surprise, especially if you have watched the latter half of the season. I mean, who wants to see Curtin Blaine lounging around an apartment all day? I'd had rather them stay in the high school setting, but you can't take back time, so it is what it is. Thank you so 
much for presenting. Uh, also, mm-hmm. yeah. At first, I was like, 100%. "Oh, that is a surprise." I thought it was gonna be season six, but that's a good point. No, five is worse than like, six. It hands is. down. I forgot. It was... Six is off the wall, but five just sort of like melted in yeah, refuse. It was, it was not good. Six at least had a good premise. It right. failed to really deliver on it, but it was a good premise. There's five didn't have a premise Mm-mm. and it, we can't entirely blame them for that right uh right. but i mean we can <laughs> i 100 blame them there's like there if, were... you, if your entire season doesn't have a premise like, yeah i yeah. think it's like a combo of okay there were factors but you should have gone with something instead of like switching mm-hmm, premises right. halfway through you know yeah it just yeah uh that was those were i mean we got two season five apps nominated for worst episode of all time <laughs> that's true all right you know two is better than one is an iconic song by boys like girls and taylor swift and it may not appear in glare in glee or the Eras tour but it was an iconic part of cullen's high school experience at a special dance with victoria that i would do to it Duets are an important part of Glee, where the musical and sexual chemistry was often off the charts. Duets fueled this show and gave us some of the best, most iconic performances. Our first nomination is a Best Warblers number. Not exactly a duet, but, you know, a group setting. Uh, okay, how do I... Pull up, yeah. Oh, you're still asking, how do I... End how do I, after I've done that 25 times? Yeah. <laughs> hey there, Glee booties! <laughs> I'm Ginger, and I was on season two, episode six, Never Been Kissed, and season three, episode five, The First Time. Here are the nominations for the best Warblers number. We have Teenage Dream, Bills, 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 and Raise Your Glass. And the winner is Teenage Dream, which is my absolute favorite. I literally had this on repeats when I got the Warbler CD after watching Glee and I will say I think that this is one of the few covers of a song that is better than the original so I'm super happy about this <laughs> all right um you can find me at cerulean underscore Faye on Instagram and I was so happy to be on Glee Boot with you all yay uh yeah Teenage Dream iconic so I mean, I mean- one of the top five most iconic Glee performances, hands down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, introduced yeah. the world to Darren Chris, not even and just Blaine. to Blaine. Like, mm-hmm. and Darren Chris is Golden Globe winner. You know, he's he's doing things. Um, but yeah, also thank you to Ginger, my former roommate. We obviously live in different states now. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for presenting. And no, we we love the Warblers and we love Blaine and this was such an iconic moment. And sometimes I do feel weird when I hear Katy Perry's Teen Inch Dream. I was like, like, this isn't right. Yeah, this <laughs> is a Blaine song. Uh, Blaine Anderson wrote this song. Our next category also isn't quite a duet. It's our best trio. A duet plus one. Duet plus one. Three, plus as Brittany would say, everybody loves counting triggered hey glee booties i'm Paige, and i was supposed to be on season five episode 10 trio but my plane had different plans here are the nominees for best trio 
First up, we have Love Song by Quinn, Santana, and Rachel. Second, we have Landslide by Holly, Santana, and Brittany. And third, we have Toxic from Season 5 by Quinn, Santana, and Brittany. And the winner is... Toxic from Season 5 by Quinn, Santana, and Brittany. You know, this year was my first year as a new teacher, and I'm a middle and high school band director, uh, which includes the marching band. And this year, our halftime show included Toxic. Uh, so shout out to any of those band geeks out there. That would Literally, be a fun song to hear, Ben. Iconic. Love that. Mm -hmm. I okay also though hopefully you took a video and like we can watch it because that sounds amazing um also a season five winner for something yeah. that's not like worst something you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Holy Trinity <laughs> came back fixed Will Schuster's mistake it was 100 um, percent better than the first round absolutely. oh yeah so good mm -hmm. I mean those harmonies just butter so it was really good, good. And it's less weird because they're like not high school students. They're anymore. adults, yes. but they're in their high yeah. school cheerleading costume, but they're also like 30 IRL. So it all balances out. Yeah. And thank you, Paige. We would have loved to have yeah. you on for trio. So I'm glad we got to have you part of the podcast. Yeah. The final part of the trio. Our next category is best friendship duet. Hi Glee Booties, we're Emily and Lauren of Gleek Please, and we were on Season 5, Episode 11, City of Angels. And here are the nominees for Best Friendship Duet. I Feel Pretty Slash Unpretty by Quinn and Rachel, River Deep Mountain High by Mercedes and Santana, and Blow Me One Last Kiss by Unique and Marley. And the winner is River Deep Mountain High by Mercedes and Santana. If you're interested in hearing more about us, we are available on all streaming platforms at Gleek Please. You can find us on Instagram at Gleek Please Podcast. And you can also follow our new book podcast, Fanficphilia underscore pod. Gleek Please is coming out with another podcast. We love that. Definitely check them out. So fun to have them on. Thank you for participating and being a part of the Gleekies. Also, though, Again, three great nominations. Yeah. I would have been happy with any winner. All so good. And actually, I forgot about Blow Me La One Last Kiss. Because as soon as I was like, wait a second. And then I was like, oh, that's right. Unique and Marley. I love that one. That one is so good. Also, another top friendship of the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actual friends. Reiterate yeah. it. So good. Yeah, I'm getting to the point, though, where with the amount of wine I've had, I'm like, wait, what was the first nominee? And that was literally the one I picked. Oh yeah, that is such a good that's such a good one. <laughs> good job, Cullen. <laughs> yeah. I feel pretty I'm pretty. I love that one. Again, another one of those songs that amplifies both of those songs. Yeah, both of those something beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, all three of those great nominations. Great job, good us. Good job, us. <laughs> Jinx. I know people were upset with some of our nomination choices, and that was yes. bound to happen. Should we explain how we did that? I don't know if we did. Let's explain. Uh Cullen remembers everything about the show Alyssa and I were like yeah oh, no, no. So I, <laughs> I don't remember your shit most of my nominations <laughs> and I linked all the resources I used to help me for Alyssa just in case and thank then, you thank you Hannah whatever I appreciated she, it <laughs> whatever she didn't take for different categories like okay I'll find something in between that uh so I mean hazard 
I think I was the last person to actually nominate things. Yeah. So. I had a couple stragglers and then I was like, okay, well, she picked this song. I'll go with this other song. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had the added layer of, I, yes, I remember the show. And then I listened to this. these songs, a lot of Glee covers were on my writing fanfic playlist and they helped right. inspire the storylines of my novel length fanfiction. Um, Where can they read that, Colin? AO3. Okay. DM DM Glee Boot if you I'm sure I've dropped the stuff at some point. Sometimes I'm like, should I be letting people know I wrote that? But I'm like, eh. Too late. No, too <laughs> You're late. already a little too Is there anything one. spicy in it? Do you have lemons or limes? All the citrus. <laughs> uh there is a freezer? I don't know. There's some spicy stuff. Ooh. All right. All right. It doesn't get it doesn't get explicit. Okay. I don't okay. think I'm ever describing <laughs> someone's penis. Like I you know, I right. think I think so. it could comfortably air on the CW. You Is know, it like, like okay, so it's like a fade to black sort of thing. Yeah, like or it describes it, but it describes like the feelings, not the yes, and yes. The, you know, uh, so sensuality. Not yeah, that's kind of where I'm more comfortable. Leave it up. Leave the physics of a. Uh, up to your imagination and then you the physics of the sex not just the physical <laughs> yeah. but the physics all the bouncing you know yeah i mean um, yeah constant so. motion stopping laws of physics i took yeah. physics in high school but i don't remember any of it I don't know if I physics has applied to sexual intercourse yeah uh, love that <laughs> yeah uh but similar energy i associate those two projects as like yeah the the the, the fanfic in this podcast is like the point is, I'm very happy that they brought joy to people's lives. You know, yeah. whoever felt like tuning in or reading or whatever, I'm glad I could just be part of like giving, making someone's rough week a little brighter, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's really why we do this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like... do this because I was like, I can't wait to see what happens next on Glee. You know, <laughs> I, I was Colin's that... roommate. <laughs> I am you're my friend (laughs) yes yes we're all friends here the thing that kept me going not to get emotional before the end of this episode but like because I would get to see my friends and also because you know I found out that there were people actually listening and being like we love listening to you and I was like I'm gonna do it for them yeah you know the listeners gonna do it for my fans (laughs) (laughs) my fans oh Oh, all right. Our next uh, is Best Faux Duet. Hey there, Glee Booties. It's Emily from seasons two, three, four, and five of the Glee Boot podcast, coming in to tell you the nominees for Best Enemy Duet. The nominees are I Don't Want to Know, sung by Quinn and Finn. Hungry Like the Wolf slash Rio mashup, sung by Blaine and Cooper. Smooth Criminal, sung by Sebastian and Santana. And the winner is Smooth Criminal, sung by Sebastian and Santana. Now I feel like personally, you could call me a dumb bitch if I disagreed with that choice. The clear winner. Uh, Amazing. Amazing. I don't I even like, know how many times she appears on this show. I was like, I Emily, I think it'd be funny if because we made you come back so many times. I think she is our Julia Julia might be close or they might be tied. I was like, but like you repeat it'd be so fun if we had you keep doing nominations. Mm-hmm. And 
she's correct though. Smooth Criminal is the right choice. I, I remember when someone yeah. when Alyssa nominated that, I was like, oh, yeah, pick Duh. anything else. Yeah, we should have we should have just changed it and been like, actually, no, it's just Smooth Criminal, Smooth Criminal, Smooth, smooth Criminal. Pick a letter, you know. Yeah, because I yeah. almost picked. I considered Take Me or Leave Me with Rachel and right. Mercedes, but the thing is, they were like friends. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I guess was that I don't a diva off. It was supposed to be a diva off, and then they're like, we're friends, mm-hmm. and Sue was like, where's the hate? Right. And we were like, yeah. oh, this yeah. had potential to be a really interesting scene, but they did it weird. Yeah, most of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I just really love the Rio mashup. That's why I picked it. Honestly, also, that was one yes. of the better episodes of the whole series. Like, very watchable, very normal kind of episode. Uh, yeah. Featuring. If I didn't pick brother. Smooth the Criminal, I would have picked that one. It yeah. was like on I my think, list. <laughs> I think we had we had typed that, and the thing was like, yeah. Okay, how about you take that? I'll take this one. Yes. <laughs> my my wine bottle is empty. It's and that's why you were sniffing it to double check. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, like a dog. That's my strongest scent. Uh, I'm sorry, sense. Um, I'm a Karen. I have a spit sense. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, your smell is your strongest scent. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Love yeah. that. Uh, but I mean, we all know that like smooth criminal better than the original. Like such an iconic. Yeah, so much sexual tension between a gay and a lesbian. Really good. <laughs> as, and, yeah. and two celloists. Mm-hmm. Everyone was about to have sex if they weren't <laughs> careful. Yeah. Mm. Iconic. And the underboob and the oof. The just the <laughs> physics of that. I don't understand, but I love it anyway. An iconic glee moment. I think that would probably Smooth Criminal would probably make it into the top five most iconic glee song. Absolutely. Because it's like yeah. I know yeah. Jumps Up Believing, Teenage Dream, Smooth Criminal. And, and I have, have a feeling the that the the two cellos people really make that like yeah. not that Sebastian and uh Santana weren't great together but no that adds another like, level to it yeah yeah it like elevates the intensity and the the choreography too of them like running between the chairs mm-hmm. on. the bottle's empty it's empty. I, this is my last, I, glass. The last okay okay I only got I will three finish. glasses out of my bottle Francis what? Okay, maybe your glass is slightly larger than mine. <laughs> Again, I have, I only saw the end once. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. only started counting after what, like <laughs> after five or six little splashes. To yeah, top myself off. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for this next one. All right, which is which best is love duet. Yeah. Hi Glee Booties, it's me, Daniel, your favorite Richard Berry impersonator. And here are the nominees for Best Love Duet. A Thousand Miles by Sam and Rachel Berry. Faithfully by Finn and Rachel Berry. And Total Eclipse of the Heart by Rachel Berry, Finn, Jesse, and Puck. And the winner is... <gasps> me, Rachel Berry, and... Finn and Jesse and Puck with total eclipse of the heart. Oh my God. I I don't even know what to say. I just want to thank myself, Rachel Berry, because without my talent, I couldn't do it. And I also want to thank Barbara Streisand's nose. Yeah, so thank you so much, guys. This proves I truly am the greatest star. Thank you.
absolutely iconic. That so good. Fringe <laughs> reveal. Fringe <laughs> reveal. Love absolutely. Thank you so much for participating. That literally made my life. Here's a magnet. His content is so is so good. It's a, he has Rachel Berry down, and even Lee, Lee Michelle has duetted him. I think on TikTok with like, yeah, that's amazing. You know, like <laughs> so funny. And I was so glad to have him as part of the podcast because he was like, oh, have me as a guest. And I think we had already had people scheduled, but I was like, he needs to be a part of this. And yes, I it, I love that Rachel Berry was uh in every love duet nomination. <laughs> Uh, so that was a perfect person for that presentation yeah. thank you so much for doing that mm-hmm. yes so great. and total clips of the heart getting in getting nominated on a technicality and sweeping anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean see here i love the glee a thousand miles cover you know i played it at my reception mm-hmm. but i get sam Chill isn't people's favorite ship <laughs> wasn't mine either you know <laughs> I was like um mm-hmm. how uh, much wine have you had yeah but total eclipse of the heart was it was like a powerful moment in glee yes yes in my that's favorite song one. so <laughs> yeah that's season one God. it's not alone where it was Will and Kristen Chenoweth right and Alyssa thought it was Total Clips of the Heart, but yeah. she still liked it best anyway because the background was green. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. Did uh, you do Total Clips of the Heart at karaoke? Komoto? I yes. <laughs> yes, I did. It's a great song. It's an iconic song. It is absolutely a great song. Maybe not super great for karaoke, but like still great. Yeah, I feel like it's a hard one in general just to sing. I think it is great for karaoke. Just everyone needs to be a little drunker than we were. Mm. Yeah, I, it needs yeah. to be. Yeah, I needed to wait. A I've done bit. it on a road trip too. <laughs> great, great time. Mm-hmm. It'd be great for kayaking too. One time I went kayaking, we were like singing the whole time. Very fun. Not an intense river, obviously. Um, were you drunk on watermelon vodka? No, I'm not. Honestly, I'm not as cool as your mom, Melissa. We all know that. <laughs> We've all met her. Oh, Beth. Oh, Beth from uh, season three, Heart. Cheers, my mother, Beth. The only person who watched Glee and said my favorite character is Joe, and we love that. (laughs) And she had a good reason. She was like, you know what? She's like, I have my beliefs, but I respect other people. And I was like, yeah. Like, considering she only watched one episode, I feel like, sure. Yeah. Sure, Joe. Sure. We have. The next section. I'm going solo. That's right. I'm quitting Gleeboo. <laughs> Just kidding. This is the last episode. <laughs> so there was a constant fight for solos. And that was a hallmark of this show. Like 25% of Glee was spent just fighting over solos and whether or not Rachel Berry was going to get that solo. Uh, we were just often treated to Lee Michelle crying because she did or did not get that solo. She just always cried. Just, <laughs> you know, squid singing and crying. But welcome to the I'm Going Solo, named after the Han Solo dance in the Star Wars Connect. That's a reference. I definitely understand. (laughs) I wrote this section of the show. You know, the Star Wars Connect, there was a Star Wars Just Dance video game. And this was before Disney really was like, okay, we got to protect the Star Wars brand. So they had like, it was a dance game and Han Solo was dancing to I'm Going Solo. And they like 
change the lyrics to be Star Wars themed. That's one, <laughs> the most ridiculous thing you've ever asked me if I knew something that was Star Wars. I've never heard of a Star Wars. You said Star I Wars can... like uh, the Titus on Kimmy Schmidt. A Star Wars. A Star Wars. <laughs> I've never heard of her. Two. A single one. Uh, I don't remember what number two was. <laughs> <laughs> messy we're going train. out on a messy note <laughs> all right our next cat our first category is best musical theater solo female mm. hi gay booties i'm katie and i was on season two episode 11 funeral i have the distinct honor of introducing the nominees for best musical theater solo female here we go and the nominees are oh god don't rain on my parade, Rachel. And I am telling you, Mercedes, don't rain on my parade, Santana. And the winner is, oh, thank God. And I am telling you, Mercedes. Awesome. Give a big round of applause for Mercedes, who sang this, I don't know, over 10 years ago. I'm sure she is very happy to be winning this award. And most importantly, I'm happy that this award is going to somebody very well-deserved and not, once again, Rachel Berry for ruining Funny Girl, one of the greatest musicals of all time. Thank you so much, uh, Gleeboot, for having me on and for letting me introduce this prestigious award. I love you all. Uh, have a great night. Amazing. Amazing. Literally, I'm going, oh, God. <laughs> it's just iconic. She's I'm so glad who... Mercedes won. I know. She, yeah. She's the one who said uh, Lee Michelle should be arrested for her cover. Uh, and she has had to live through this current reality where Rachel or Lee Michelle. But the show is closing. Rachel. It's closing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I think it's very. I'm very happy that Mercedes slash Amber Riley won this. Yeah. Yes. There's often a yes. lot of saying that Amber and Mercedes, as a black woman, like couldn't sing musical theater, or like this wasn't her area. And it's like, give give Amber Riley any song, and it it's not going to be bad. No, no, it's going to be great. Actually, Amber yeah. Riley cover Baby Shark, sign me up. Like... <laughs> no, I'm not going that far. <laughs> I have I have boundaries. I I, don't. I have ethics. <laughs> Colin doesn't have boundaries. I have you know lines that I move you know depending on where they are in the sand. So, uh, next category, uh, best musical theater solo male. Ooh, ooh. not a lot to choose from here. Hello, Glee Booties. I'm John, and I was on season five, episode three, The Quarterback. Yes, the best episode of Glee Boot ever, in my unbiased opinion. And I'm here to present the award for Best Musical Theater Solo Male. And the nominees are Something's Coming, Blaine Warbler, Le Jazz Hot, Kurt Hummel, Being Alive, Kurt Hummel. And the winner is, joink, haha, I've got an envelope. Being Alive, Kurt Hummel! accepting the award is me i love awards yes thank you thank you gleekies for uh 
letting Kurt win this one. And thank you, Glee Booties, for voting for him. I think I voted for this one, too. Um, be sure to listen to my podcast, Life's But a Song, anywhere you're listening to this. And where uh, you can find me on every social media at But a Song Pod. Okay, bye! John, <laughs> listen, I have got to find some sort of musical thing and get back on that podcast because I love opinions and sharing them. Uh, but also, I was, podcast. And I was just guests. on this year and we talked about yes. Disenchanted. Yeah, just not even that long ago. Yeah, and I well, said, actually, I yeah. Guess it was that long ago because Glee time Boot's has gonna... passed very fast. Yeah, they're like, I'm like, Gleeboot <laughs> might be done by then. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really bold of you to say. <laughs> Yeah. I love that for us. But we we love John. <laughs> we love Life's But a Song. And as Alyssa was saying, I don't know, because I like clicked on. Uh, yeah, there were not a lot of, surprisingly, not a lot of options for male musical theater. Yeah. It was like yeah. a couple yeah. Blaine and a few Kurt, and that was really it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised there weren't, like, thinking back on it, I feel like there should have been more male. Yeah, I yeah. guess there was, like, musical Kurt theater. doing On the Greatest Star. There was Kurt doing Rose's Turn. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Kurt and often singing songs made for women. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of weird because musical theater is often, it, people don't think of it that way, but it is very male dominated, especially older classic shows. There'll be yes. like a leading lady and maybe mm-hmm. a secondary lady and there'll be like a few male characters. Right. You know, to the chagrin of high schools across America. I mean, uh, males have always dominated dominated. Everything theater (laughs) not because they deserve to but just no but that's just because you know the the patriarchy theater yes and the patriarchy mixed together and that just pervades and yeah Mm -hmm. you know one of my that's why ms mojo should check herself thinking (laughs) that only mrs watch broadway's themed top 10 videos okay ms mojo we're coming for you we know you had a great interview with tom holland that one time but still that one time yeah, Tom Holland was like obsessed with, oh my gosh, you're watching Mojo or something. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's such a, is he a Gen Z? I think he's a Gen Z. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He I was scrolling him. through Facebook and it and people were like, we love Tom I'm Holland. I'm sorry, are you a boomer? I know. Whenever <laughs> I'm on Facebook, I'm like, I would rather. Why like, am I here? I would rather be doing anything else. Why am I doing this? <laughs> and then it was someone posted or like, you know how Facebook now is like, we're just going to no, suggest random accounts to you that you don't follow you're not a part of we just like suggest their content and it was like oh we love tom holland there's a picture of him there's a couple pictures he's taking off a wetsuit and one was like like v cut like we're about to see and i was like i didn't ask on facebook you know the place where my mom follows me not that i reposted this but like to see like tom holland almost naked and i don't think he asked for that either like it was not he was not posing for it it was like someone took it on set and i was like I know he's like an adult now. He's not a child, but I am. I'm pretty sure I'm older than him. But, but still, he's a person. Yeah, I was like, this is. Yeah, a, like this is. A... Yeah. No. Like yeah. Should have reported it, but I was on Facebook, so I was like, yeah, scroll away. They're not gonna do anything about it. Yeah, just no, gonna put it in the metaverse. Uh, our next category is worst solo. Oh, booties! This is. Derek, I was on season five, episode eight, the previously unaired Christmas special, and here are the nominees for Worst Solo. I'm the Greatest Star by Rachel, Thong Song by Will, 
and Ain't That America by Kurt. And the winner is Song Song by Will. Yeah, yeah, that was a rigged nomination. Who else could it be? <laughs> I still think of anything Will else. Won. In worst anything, he just wins. Yeah. That was also, so bad. The Kurt nomination, also very good. Because I remember us being like, I know this is supposed to be like a joke, and you know, he's supposed to be performing Matt super masculine, but oh, that's just not a good mm, Yeah, it was bad. I should have nominated yeah. the climb, but I I picked one that the show wanted to be good, and it wasn't. Right. It was very uncomfortable. And then to add on to that, that person later played saying that song on Broadway. So I did hear from Week of the Week that her performance was better of that song specifically was better than the Rachel on the version. stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, I guess. I also don't care. And we're we're talking about <laughs> Saddest Solo in Glee. Oh, Colin, why don't you oh, that one? Yeah, Glee really did have some heart wrenching moments, which resulted they in did. truly powerful musical performances. We honor those powerful performances today. Here are the nominees for Saddest Solo: Cough Syrup by Blaine, Make You Feel My Love by Rachel, If I Were a Boy, Unique, and the winner is. Make You Feel My Love by Rachel. Yeah. All three are really Great intense. Is powerful. Yeah. Powerful I don't moments, remember. Sasha. I do not remember Make You Feel My Love. What when that's the, when the does that happen? That's when Finn has died. Oh, that's in quarterback. Okay. Rachel right. and Leah Michelle singing. Yeah. But it's a powerful is also very very good that's unique these yeah. were all like great great nominations but i mean just mm-hmm. the, you had that real feeling of Louis michelle did lose someone and this character yeah. of rachel lost someone very special to her and that was a powerful mm-hmm. episode and that was like the crux of it and that was real pain that that character and that woman what went through and yeah, that was powerful. And like, it was a different crying. Like we always talk about Lee Michelle crying during every solo, but that was a different. Yeah. It was like more real because yeah. it was real. Mm-hmm. And uh, on a lighter note, our next category is best pop solo female. Hello, Glee booties. I'm Andrew of Gleek the Week. And I more popularly known from my two episodes of Glee Boot. Season four, episode Sweet Dreams, and season six, episode A Wedding. And I'm here to present the nominees for Best Pop Solo, in parentheses, female. And the nominees are, It's All Coming Back to Me Now, Rachel Barber Berry. Valerie, Santana Diablo Lopez. And Girl on Fire by Santana Diablo Lopez. And the winner is Valerie by Santana Diabla Lopez. Oh, wow. Um, Valerie, I, I don't know why I'm giving uh, the acceptance speech for you instead of uh, Santana or Valerie herself. Um, but I, 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 I love this song. It is a, a wonderful song. It really uh, it, it is the peak of Glee, the music volume for the Blue Album, for those unfamiliar. And um, and I, I would simply die for her, uh, being this song, Valerie Gleecast, version by Gleecast. Um, thank you all, and good night. 
so that funny, has so, so many layers of fantasticness <laughs> also just reminding me i cannot wait to be back on their podcast for the second round of the fucking glacket dude the glacket uh, iconic and that these were all great nominations yeah you know, I think it's all coming back to me now. Might be Leah Michelle's best performance on Glee. Right. Uh, and I mean, Naya Rivera was just churning out bops. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Valerie, uh, and so I think Valerie definitely deserved it. Like, and that's a that's a number that I will listen to. I would like to quickly share an update to mm-hmm. me adding a Glee song to actually unprompt. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I was covering a burp as you said that. So unprompted. All of a sudden I was like, I'm gonna listen to what was his name? Um he disappeared randomly. Um Adam Lambert. What was his character? Oh Oh, Elliot. Oh oh Elliot. Elliot. Um, I was also thinking of Adam Lambert's name too, to be honest. Um but I randomly was like, I want to listen to that that rock song they sang. The I believe in a thing called love. That was a good one. Thank you. And then I was like, oh, marry the night. So I added those to my uh, Glee songs. I would actually listen to podcast or podcast. I need to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I finished my wine. Ah, okay. I'm a, yeah, to this is the end of mine. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm almost done with All my right. bottle. Uh, you know, the next is category is best pop solo male. Done. <laughs> oh, this is finished her wine. This is not a chugging wine. <laughs> I finished the wine. Not that any each wine is chugging. Hi, Glee Booties. It's oh. Allison. <laughs> Let me start it again. Hi, Glee Booties. It's Allison of the Gleek of the Week podcast. And I was on seasons four and six episodes, Sweet Dreams and A Wedding of the beautiful Glee Boot podcast. And I'm very excited to share the nominees for best pop solo of the male variety. They're all blolos to absolutely no one's surprise. We have Somewhere Only We Know by Blaine. It's Not Right, But It's Okay by Blaine and Fighter also by Blaine. I love all of these songs. I ride or die for all of these songs. Fighter, I famously chose on our Glacket over So Emotional, the Pezberry duet. And every single one of our listeners was angry with me and they will never forgive me. Um, but I want to move past it and I want to talk about the winner of this category. The winner of best pop solo male is Somewhere Only We Know by Blaine or Somewhere We Go Sometimes, as I lovingly refer to it as. My favorite song on Glee, what I think is going to win the Glacket. If you don't know what that is, check out Glee of the Week podcast. Glee Boot, I love you. Big kiss, big kiss. We love you both. But you know, the best Somewhere We Go Sometimes deserves it deserves it i love that cover i played it again at my wedding reception darren chris we got peak darren chris it's a great romantic moment it's just a good cover and that song as a song is like all about covers like there's a multiple covers of it that are fairly popular so it's like i love that cover yeah allison is great uh i can't wait to be on their podcast again 
so much I fun. love them I um, literally I listened I was listening to their clips as prepping everything I was just like smiling in a Panera and <laughs> uh that's my yeah. favorite album I also I love that Andrew called it the blue album <laughs> uh yeah you know just you know love them Fantastic. great content I yes. would listen to more if like again my brain is like I've done enough glee that's the thing it's like I'm waiting for like my brain to be like you know what I want to listen to my friends yeah talk about glee and I have enough separation from the show and I feel like I'm getting there because like this is I'm remembering very little about the show glee we so I'm like I'm at the point close where like oh okay I can actually go and actually listen to these people that I love having on the podcast so much I can listen to more of their content other than like one or two episodes be like yeah I definitely listen to your content yeah because we listened or because like last time we were watching Glee was last year technically yeah yeah, yeah. in 2022 yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh all right so now Is moving this it? our finale section yeah. Alyssa take it away all right, it's the finality. 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 It, it, it is. It is the finality. The finality. You're, not wrong. You're not wrong. A little slip of the tongue, but not wrong. All right, it's the finale of the Gleekies. Absolutely, in the words of Hannah, iconic stuff here as we prepare to close the podcast. Section one finale. Best right. Christmas song. Best Christmas song. Hi, Glee Booties. We're Bill and Kelly, Colin's parents, and we're on season four, episode 10, Glee Actually. Here are the nominees for best Christmas song. Extraordinary Merry Christmas by Blaine, Hair Product, and Rachel. Christmas Wrapping, Brittany. Oh, Holy Night, Rachel. And the winner is... Let me get this red envelope here. Christmas Wrapping, Brittany. Oh, great. Her song was so cheery. Don't forget to read Bill's book, Camelot, The Life and Times of Charming Billy. Available on Blurb.com. The Callahan's really showing up for this year's uh, Glee. So good. They, they turned in theirs before my siblings did. And they're like, we don't know how this technology is going. you should hold that over their heads. Oh, I am. On top of it. Yeah, they're like, mm, we got this. We know we'll a deadline when we see it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know so what? great. So great. Uh, also, they, that's the right choice, everybody. Yeah, we Christmas all know rapping. from day one, Hannah's favorite Glee song, Christmas Rapping. I looked at the other nominations and I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. I have like, to choose something else? Yeah, because it's, you know, it's the best. But Oh Holy Night, weirdly enough, did not appear in a Christmas episode. Yeah. Pure did it not? Oh my gosh. Remember? <laughs> Rachel was like, oh, I want I'm gonna take an odd course as a freshman student. Okay. And we're like, I just Please. I just nominate a song that's not even in the Christmas episode. I, it's but on the Christmas it's, album. It's on the first yes. one. Okay, okay. <laughs> the episode right before, right? It's so weird. Yeah. It's I just remember Chidera being like, whoopee. <laughs> oh my gosh, whoopee. Should I sing another? Yeah, exactly. Um, also a good one. What was the first? one uh extraordinary extraordinary merry christmas that's an original i love yeah that's a glee original Mm -hmm. and actually it's a it's a good christmas song i'm very picky about original christmas songs from the other contemporary era um it's fun yeah so all good nominations but christmas wrapping is the correct answer 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And as my mom, you know, as my mom said, it was so cheery. It it is yes, so it cheery. It is. It is cheery. And honestly, the literally like one of the last lines of the song is a very happy ending. How can that be cheery? Even though they're talking about sex, but it's cheery. <laughs> You know? Our our next category is best Glee season. Ooh! Hi, Glee booties. I'm Kyle, and I was a guest on season two's The Rocky Horror Glee Project and season six's The Hurt Locker Part One. Here are the nominees for best season: season one, season two, season three, season four. And season six. And the winner is the only tie of the evening. Seasons two and three have tied. Thanks again, Glee Boot. Now back to the show. Amazing. Honestly, though, wow. the biggest reveal for me for the show was seeing his face the second time we had him on. I was like, oh my God, that's right. Last time we talked to you, we didn't even have like video. <laughs> Anyway, fantastic. Loved all the nominations except for season five. That was great. Well delivered. Um, also thank season you, three. Yes, thank you, Kyle. And um, also I need to come up with a couple horror movies that I want to talk about and I will be hitting you up. Because again, I love opinions and sharing them. <laughs> um, but Two also, and three are the best ones. Like we I know mean, that. we competed, Alyssa and I versus you on mm. Life's But a Song. I still think Alyssa and I were right. Season three is the better <laughs> I think season. So. I think so. But I mean, they're, but if I think about it, if I think about like, oh, I like this moment, it's like, oh, that's season two. But I like this moment at season three. It's like, I feel like there's, there's so- like a good argument for both. Yes. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a good way to put it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because when someone says, oh, season three is the best season, I'm not like, you're insane. Oh my God. But right. like, mm-hmm. no, my pick is two. I think they're both very strong seasons and they, they represent why Glee was such an impactful show. And I know we all love to shit on Glee now, but like, again, it was huge for representation. Yeah. It was a huge, it was just in a very transitional era of TV to what the mm-hmm. expectations of a show were when it started were different than when it ended, you know? And it, yeah. again, the representation wasn't always perfect. It wasn't always great, but it, you know, it was offering a pretty revolutionary representation and pretty much like new storylines highlighting new characters and, and I think experiences o- that people either did not have experiences mm-hmm. with or that they just like did not care to seek out but because they liked the show they were introduced to to them like we talked about like if we didn't exist would we have codified gay marriage now but yeah. would we have passed that bill multiple years ago you know yeah i mean i think overall glee's impact was net positive yeah mm-hmm. there's some shitty moments mm-hmm. there's some shitty messaging there's some biphobia and fat phobia yeah yeah like overall as a show in context of like making a mark on like the way that the world works socially positive yeah actual writing maybe negative (laughs) yeah yeah and like i also want to reiterate something we started talking about for like the last two seasons i think is that like we were so exhausted by watching glee 
that we were so in the thick of it that we're like, oh my God, this show. But like, honestly, having guests on that were just coming on for like one or two episodes at a time was actually very refreshing and a good reminder that like, there is yeah. a lot to love about the show. There's a lot of impact yeah. the show has. Especially mm-hmm. like, I keep coming back to the transitioning episode where like, I think we know that for like one of the worst episodes because it was like, it was bananas. It was such a weird episode. But like, after that episode, I was like, I'm just so bitter about having to watch Glee week to week that I just, I can't see that like, the show is actually trying to do something good. And I'm just, yeah. like, you know, so focused in the, in the mire of it. So mm-hmm. I do, I want to reiterate again that like, again, after, I mean, it's been a year, it's been multiple months now since we've seen a single episode. It's like, I can now going through these different categories and be reminded of like, there's a lot of really positive things about the show. And if I ever am to see Ryan Murphy here in Indianapolis, I will tip my hat. I will not flip him off. Wow. That's some character development. Yeah. I mean, Hey, Um, actually, no, I actually may still flip him off because American Horror Story was just like, ugh. Maybe like whether or not I'm just rock. imagining. I'm imagining <laughs> Hannah walking down the street of Indianapolis <laughs> and flipping off random people that just sort of kind of look like Ryan Murphy. All white women. Oh, you're not Ryan Murphy. Never mind. Sorry. My bad. Uh, yeah. No, but again, just like there is a lot of good about the show. And uh, who was it that said they can't wait for us to watch it again? If I were to ever do that and make a podcast (laughs) about it, I can't promise that I would be nicer, but it is good to have those reminders that like, there, there's a lot of good impact here. Yeah. They tried to do something and something good. And now I can actually honor that now that I've had some, some therapy, some space. I actually haven't had a single piece of therapy on that. But on, you know, on that, please hire us for the glee code absolutely yeah if we're rebooting hire the show again, we have an entire yes we would like benefits with mental health counseling <laughs> but we will happily help write your show ding <laughs> also uh, shout out to save the cat i saw in the background of kyle's video <laughs> <laughs> saw that book i think her next one is a video as well Ooh. um best late episodes so seasons four through six hello glee booties steven here long time gleek and long time glee booty and i'm here today to announce the nominees and the winner of the gleeky for best late season episode the nominees are guilty pleasures season four thanksgiving season four and the quarterback season five and the winner is the quarterback, season five. Congratulations, the quarterback. I'm sure you will all agree this is one of the most emotional episodes of Glee ever produced and a worthy winner of this award. Back to you, Glee Boot. Uh, thank you so much for presenting. I'm presuming from across the pond somewhere. Uh, Can I just say that we've had an international audience? I love that. Yeah. Oh. I love the bow tie. The bow tie makes so it. So dapper. Fabulous. Absolutely amazing. I There's no reason for me to put this on. You killed it tonight. Yeah. With the bow tie. Uh, 
Also, thank you so much for participating. Thank you for listening. For being like um, one of our top glee booties from the beginning, you know. Yes, absolutely. We really appreciate the support. Uh, and also, again, really good nominees. The quarterback, again, I think it's stacked against us because it it's is not- such, it's real life and see- in the actual series, mm-hmm. so emotional. It's a powerful yeah. tribute, yeah. And it's, I think it's well done. Yeah, yeah it is. Well they really did a good job with it, which is Very you know tasteful. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's not something you can say often with Glee, yeah. but that episode, <laughs> yeah, they did well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So a worthy winner for sure. And for our final category last... of the evening, our final wow. Glee. Oh, wow. I don't know if you can even hear me. Clapping. Zero wines know. left. Zero. All the no. wines are gone. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola, thank you so much for not sponsoring this episode, but kind of sponsoring this episode of Glee Boot. Uh, if you are of drinking age in the United States of America, please pick up a bottle of this fantastic wine. It's Pinot Noir. Cullen had, uh, what would you rate it? 10 out of 10. It's, it's really good. Pinot Noir. 10 it. out of 10? Uh, you didn't even think about it. How much wine do you drink again? A whole bottle. <laughs> a bottle. The Claret that <laughs> Alyssa and I have, it is a black label with like this gold netting over. Mm-hmm. Fabulous yeah, look. I got rid of mine. I think but... mine, is, I think here it was like $16. It's a great bottle of wine for $16. It's very good. I yeah, that. I, I think like it was a slightly ago. cheaper at Costco. So there you go. yeah, um, it's really good. The rosé is named after Sofia Coppola. It's also very good. And I believe I've had their Chardonnay. Um, but yeah, and you know what's the crazy thing is I don't really like the Godfather movie, but this man makes great wines. Yeah. And other people think he makes great movies. So, you know, you know it's we a win-win. Christian Dunn, Sofia Coppola, Marie Antoinette. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if the fact that we haven't drank an entire bottle during this small in perspective uh amount of time you know isn't you know good enough for you to try a bottle then i don't know what it is it's been about uh, three hours and we each yeah. finished a bottle of this <laughs> we all finished a bottle of wine it's good. by ourselves it's <laughs> good all right our final category is best early season episode best early episode yeah yeah one, two, three. hi glee booties I'm the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dezim. Sorry, I read that wrong. Uh, I'm Michael, uh, and I was on season two, episode four, Duets. Here are the nominees for best early season episode. Duets, season two. Saturday Night Gleaver, season three. Big Brother, season three. And the winner is... Duets season two. Wow. Incredible. Congratulations to the cast of Glee and to myself and all of Glee Boot for this incredible victory. Um, After we finished recording the episode, I told my soon-to-be ex-wife that this had Gleekies written all over it. She disagreed and we were divorced two months later. I just want to uh, I want to give a shout out um, to uh, the whole team over at Glee Boot. Um, I want to give a shout out to Ryan Murphy, and uh, I just want to plug uh, friendship. Um, you know, it's good. You should have friends. You should be a friend. 
we need more of that in the world. Thank you so much. Wow, Michael, really coming in clutch with so many great messages. Wait. Shout out, a positive Thank you, Michael. shout out to Ryan Murphy. Uh, and to friendship, you know. Friendship. And yeah. that's we really the crux of this podcast. The friends we, we had and we made along the way. We started yes. with friends and we made new friends along the way. So True. many friends. And that's, <laughs> I, who thought that, like, I didn't even think about that when we first started the podcast, like I would make new friends. Yeah, I consider you know, every guest that came on a new a friend. friend. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like we met mm-hmm. each other's friends that we didn't especially during the before. fucking pandemic. We oh met yeah, other 100. Glee podcasters like Glee, please, ugly aggressive, mm-hmm. the week. Like, these like lovely, funny people that we now yeah. have in our lives. John from Life's But a Song, absolutely. You know, yeah, it was honestly friendship. Friendship is the real winner of tonight's Blakey. Give it up for friendship. Friendship. Well done. Yeah. Um, But also, yeah. What episode one? Duets. You know, really. (laughs) Duets, though. Duets, that was my pick. Really, I think we're the only people that would list those three specific episodes as the best as the early season. It would be like Big Brother, Saturday Night Gleaver. But we had fun, you know. Those were the, were the most fun with. Because Big Brother, oh, yeah. again, I stand by it. A watchable episode. Big Brother is so good. Getting to end. So it's good. A good episode. Stands uh, alone. Yeah, I think it does. Mm-hmm. Saturday Night it Fever, does. if you're a lover of disco, I think the Glee versions of the Saturday Night Fever songs are good. Like, they're fun. I'll listen to them, you know. I love disco, and I think the... I love the If I Can't Have You version by Santana. That I think it's one. better than the Bee Gees. And I actually prefer to listen to that version than the Bee Gees. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, but you know what? Duets, iconic, early Glee. Like it was based in the drama of we're having a Glee club. We're having a very realistic assignment. You know, like it wasn't. <laughs> one of only three, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was just, you know, it, it captured the high school drama element really well and did good work with the characters it had mm-hmm. uh and so sometimes sometimes simplest the simple episodes you know because yeah. part of me was like do i like nationals like that was an iconic like amazing episode or like right. the first sectionals like there are so or regionals you know there's so many great episodes but you know that the one just stuck out to me is also another good episode i think yeah mm-hmm. aside from to serve with love Ooh. Yeah, but I mean, we got Quinn giving birth doing during Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. True, that's got, true. Anyway, you want it? Love and touch and squeeze in. Don't stop believing faithfully. You know, I said this on my college radio show that Glee does a journey better than Journey does Journey, and I do stand by that. Yeah, I there are actually Glee versions of like anything, any way you want it, and Love and Touch and Squeeze in. I think that's a great mashup because I'll hear those songs individually and be like, mm, I want something more, and then that mashup is like, I want them this together. Is what I want, yeah, mm. exactly. Um, but also the Faithfully, I've listened to the Journey version. I'm like, it's not as good as Finn and Rachel hit. Like, it hits different. Enough. Yeah, yeah. and I think Lee Michelle does a really good job belting in that song. And that's just mm-hmm. what I want to do during that song when I hear Journey, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't belt? Not no, I'm wearing a dress. Version. I don't need a belt. Ah, <laughs> oh, gotcha. That was a bad one. <laughs> yeah.
Someone don't laugh at that, please. Don't mm. Melissa, don't laugh. Don't just let's. I I did. It. It's it already let's happened. Make it, let's make it linger. Back. Let's make it linger so that I feel punished because I, I deserve. All it. right, that's a bad one. You know, too bad I ate the award already, but we have one final <laughs> gl- gl- award to give out. A gleeky. Alyssa, give me your magnet. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> our, our award is the Worst Gl Opinions Award. So as you know, we each nominated some uh, category. You know, we each nominated an uh, item under each category other than like the season six, like best episode, worst episode, and like those because we wanted those to be, you know, from the listeners because there wasn't an individual ballot. And there wasn't that many of those episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, I was going to, I set out like, oh, we're going to do the best Glopinions Award. Hmm. But there was a tie. And so there was one loser. So the loser gets the award. <laughs> I love uh, that. And that loser lo- like me. That loser like me is me. I had the Bitch, least. You just wanted to give me. yourself an award. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not expecting that. I love that. that. I, I love that. I started counting. So Hannah and Alyssa are tied with fifteen wins. I thought Alyssa wins. won. I, I know because that's why I did this. Because you're like, oh, we should do this because I think I think Alyssa won. We were gonna surprise you with the award because I was like, I'm pretty sure she fucking swept. But Alyssa and Hannah tied with fifteen, and I only had. Yay, five. Hannah! <laughs> so it Girl was power. <laughs> Happy I mean, Women's History Month. Yes. We have just made whistery for women. Herstory, yeah. Well, I'm just going to drink out the bottle. <laughs> but it was a tight race. I was like, ooh, ooh. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. You know? But 12 to 15, that's not bad. Yeah. That's yeah, no. Close. So pretty equally yeah. distributed. Uh, but you're the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst. I got the worst. Loser like you. You have to sing the whole song now. Sing that class this year, that maybe. <laughs> you may think that I'm a zero. <laughs> but hey, everyone you wanna be, probably start out like me. You may think that I'm a freak show. I don't care. But hey, give it just a little time. If it's gonna change your mind. And I just walk away. That's right. Because I know one day you'll be screaming my name, and I'll just look away. That's right. So go ahead, on your mouth, so everyone can hear. Hit me with the worst you got, knock me down, baby. I don't care. Not they'll figure out you wanna be, you wanna be a loser loser like like me. me. Yeah, something about washing my car because you're a person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well done. (laughs) Give it up to Cullen. Worst opinions, but not by far, honestly. And for honestly being a champ singing most of that song. So good. The best so, rendition of that song, I think. They sing it what three I think times? So. I, two. I think. <laughs> Twice. Okay. It felt like three. That's yeah. Does anyone? So now it's time for our closing. Oh my god, our closing thoughts. This no, I can't. Now I have to pee, but I'm gonna close it. <laughs> so I'll go. Do you want me to go first? You have a thing written. I'm yes. gonna go off go. of my blind mind. So. so like, I can't believe. Wow, like we're at the end of Gleeboo. I would like to thank the Academy, but I really want to thank all the presenters, past guests, 
And most of all, the listeners, the Glee Booties, they made doing this silly little podcast so meaningful. I've changed and I've grown a lot over the last four years. Technically, we're three months shy of four years, but who knows when this episode comes out. And this uh, podcast was part of helping myself like find my voice and my confidence. I came out and I found love. And it, this was a really powerful experience for me. And making a difference by brightening up your commutes, your laundry days, and whenever you listen to your podcast, knowing that what I was doing was giving a little joy to people. That was, I needed that over these past four years. Uh, and it means a lot to me and to all of us. And it's been really rewarding in that way. Like we're talking about this old show, but it's still like bringing joy into people's lives. And Lee is all about opening oneself up to joy. And uh, we've enjoyed revisiting this wild, insane show with you all in the height of the Glenaissance, you know, it was like the 10 year anniversary. There's a lot of Glee content coming out. Uh, and as Ryan Murphy recently mentioned, a real Glee boot on Kevin and Jenna's show. So a real Glee boot zoop, like looms. And there's been a burst of rewatch podcasts, especially by actors. We're so happy to have existed the exact time and place when we did, like through the pandemic, you know, through reopening. So please hire us for the reboot. But most of all, we're just... I, we are especially me we're glad we did this and thank you thank you our listeners so much like it's just it's really amazing it's this really beautiful thing that we got to be a part of your lives you know and I'm gonna miss that but I'm also like you know this was the time I think we're you know we're quitting while we're ahead you know and it's well we still have some of our sanity yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm getting emotional. Uh, I also drank an or drank a bottle of wine, <laughs> entire fucking bottle, of and I ate an entire chocolate Oscar. But, uh, you know, this was really meaningful, and like the fact that like people listened to us weekly, you know, like that means so much. And there were times that, like, literally, I talked about this to my therapist when I was like, I don't think there's like a reason for me to keep living, and he would be like what about your podcast? You know, people listen to that. That brings them joy. And so if you're nervous or scared about doing something creative, even if it's as silly as a rewatch podcast or anything, like that will mean something to like, five people, 10 people, 30 people, you know, whoever. And like, don't be scared. Just do it. And you'll, you'll learn a lot. You'll get better. You know, our first episodes, or maybe our first season, pretty rough, but uh, <laughs> it's better to just do it. And, you know, thank you so much for sticking with us like it means the world uh and you know while we may not be posting as much now like we're here like we'll still get notified when you message us email us you know like definitely prioritize the instagram but like we're here whether you just want to be like oh my gosh i loved this or uh like we just you just want to tell us something you know like we love you guys like you've you mean so much to us and like connection friendship that's what's all about like the fact that like uh you know someone from across the pond and a tennessee beauty queen and like all these people like we were part of their lives they wanted to be part of our finale like wow like who could have thought that you know that's amazing so don't stop believing keep <laughs> holding on and uh Hannah's leaving the call now <laughs> and you know what everybody loves counting <laughs> Uh, I mean, Colin, you said so much, so many good things. I just want to quickly say it's been an amazing journey going through 
all six seasons of Glee. Wow. Something that I never thought I would do. Something I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. <laughs> um, but honestly, though, I am really glad that I watched it because, again, just, you know, that that small thought, like, if the show did not, did not exist, you know, myself or my friends, would they be able to have the rights that they deserve? You know, that's a really huge thing that the show put into conversations just by showing that people from these backgrounds and that they're they're people you know um so that's really really incredible so thank you for this amazing journey thank you to Colin Alyssa especially Alyssa (laughs) for sticking around um and also it's just we never could have imagined that a pandemic would happen and the fact that it did and we already had this set up we're like well, we might as well keep going because we're really fucking lonely. Uh, you know, it's just a great way to stay connected to the, the three of us to stay connected, for us to connect with our friends from grad school, from each of our different friends, from separate parts of our lives to come together. Um, you know, it's fun to see that, you know, people from each part of our lives participating in just this event, you know. Yeah. Getting to see Anne's face, seeing Alyssa, you know, seeing your friends in Indy who I have to go to her art show. Um, you know, like your parents <laughs> doing that that video for us or that that song clip for us. It was so amazing. Just so many people who just supported us just by by being here tonight. So um I'm kind of just rambling. Hopefully it's coming out as English. Yeah, yeah. not slurred. Cool. Thanks. So. Um, yeah. But thank you to again the listeners, like like just to kind of be honest like we know we don't have a ton of people listening because again like so many different podcasts out there and we're just so thankful that you dedicated your time to us um no matter how much time it was so yeah thank you yeah and I just kind of want to close on this and saying I'm terrible at goodbyes I'm so bad at it I hate goodbyes um, so we're just, you know, we're going to ignore it. It's not actually a goodbye. Um, the fact that everyone has stuck this long and listened to us and hopefully followed us and knows our individual personalities. Um, hopefully we can keep together in the future and continue making connections in whatever sort of media or content we decide to put out into the world. I think that would be the best possible situation for this. Um, And I love you all, even though you scare me because you know, you're fans of Glee Boot, that's scary but I think that's a me thing. So um, (laughs) moving on from this, thank you so much. And let's continue in another iteration of whatever we decide to put into the world. Uh, And also Alyssa was one of our guests on our podcast, Cullen. Yep. Uh, My fantasy, we watched Oh, we watched Beauty and the Beast 2017. Which we, I think we have talked about on this podcast. I'm pretty sure. And uh, it was just great to to come back because it had been a couple, many weeks actually since we had recorded for Glee Boot. So it was great to be in that space. So we, we're definitely going to have Alyssa back on. But I guess this will be the last time I say, if you want more Glee Boot, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok 
and I guess Twitter, as long as it hasn't imploded yet. I don't know. Uh, we are at Glee Boot Pod. You uh, guess you can follow us on Tumblr. Maybe I'll actually spend more time on Tumblr now that I have more free time. We are Glee Boot Podcast something like that if you just google mm-hmm. reboot we should be there um yeah, I've done. and then also again if you want more of the three of us on a different podcast not my fancy pod on instagram and tiktok we're also on youtube you can watch our beautiful faces scream about emma watson yeah <laughs> yeah our video tie tagline is manliness beast versus queer baiting gaston <laughs> yes yeah again thank you so much like wow uh amazing like we've all learned so much about ourselves i know i have learned so much about myself doing this and it's been so meaningful to be a part of this you know we weren't always super active in the glee fandom before but we've become glee veterans and uh there's no good way to just end this you know but thank you so much for everyone who voted in the glee queues who watching or listening and you've watched or listened or voted and any of this podcast uh we're so grateful for you and uh believe in yourself and your dreams and the power of friendship you can find me on instagram at call never after or you know my uh, my recent more recent podcast not my fantasy pod oh my god we get to do the dance in front of everybody they don't even know about this dance for Alyssa's social media. <laughs> we have been doing a dance to <laughs> a.m.swering. I, I okay. Okay. Alyssa, you do it and we will perform the dance. Oh, wait. Okay. So I'm doing it now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at a.m.swering. That's it, right? That was the dance. Yep. That was her Instagram. <laughs> Follow her. She has amazing art. She'll continue to post her art. Yeah. It's great. I will. It comes, you know, like after some long pauses, but <laughs> it does come. <laughs> comes in waves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, comment below with the things you think should have been nominated or should have won. Uh, and we're hopefully going to upload our other episodes no video but just like on youtube if that's your preferred listening method applause uh, for us applause we did uh, it there's nothing we you can it, say you guys. there's nothing you can do there's no other way when it comes to the truth, the truth. but keep holding truth. on don't stop believing bye glee booties and gangnam style <laughs> <laughs> end that recording glee Boot.